Live from the studio. Ooh, it's raining men out here. I'm Jimmy Seleski. Eric Glazer. Tonight on the couch, we got Michael Furr. Oh my God, hello. Very funny Baltimore comedian. Thank you. Uh, new proprietor of the, the Lou Room. Yes. Where's that? At it's Zissimo's. Second floor of Zissimo's. He's running the, uh, the Sunday through Thursday shift out there. Mm-hmm, that's right. Doing a big... Wait, so you do every night, Sunday through Thursday? Uh, no, right now we're going to start doing every Thursday and Sunday for a while, but we've already booked a couple of like Tuesday and Wednesday gigs in February and March. Uh, the space is available pretty much every day except for every other Wednesday where they do a music open mic there. But, you know, Thursdays th- and Sundays are probably the best days to do like a real show. So, Oh, so they're not open mics? Like, I thought- There's mics. Yeah, there's a couple of mics happening. Christy Belich is going to start hosting a mic there uh, first and third Thursdays, Garrett Harvest is bringing his Get Silly Sundays mic back there every second and fourth Sunday. And uh, a couple people have pitched like themed mics and stuff. So I don't know. The space is open. Themed mic. Cool. So hit them up, everyone listening. The Room, doc, the room at gmail.com. Our only listeners, other Baltimore comedians. Yeah. <laughs> hit up Michael. Who you I'm know him. Yeah, uh, you we're know friends Michael. on Facebook. <laughs> How'd you fall into that? Uh, well, uh, so I was like involved with the Charm City Comedy Project, the improv theater that books there Fridays and Saturday nights. Mm-hmm. And I started coaching there and the owner wanted to just be open more days and I was already there all the time anyway. So you coach improv? Yeah, I coach improv. I coach a sketch troupe. I write a monthly talk show. I do six monthly shows that are all improv or sketch based. And then I do stand up on top of that. How do you like, how do you teach that? Like how? Uh, I mean, there's all kinds of like skills to work on. There's all kinds of things that you practice. The team that I coach is a short form troupe, which is games like whose line is it anyway? So it's less about like the craft of improv or the skills of improv. It's yeah, about like it's not a about like building a whole story and no, arcing it or whatever. It's just it's all like short, short little five minute games and yeah. they're little. Some of them are guessing games and stuff with the audience. It's just all about a show. So you know, I'm just making them be as good a performance as they can and work as well as they can together. Does the Charm City Comedy Project, do they actually have, like, rehearsals and stuff? Yeah, I mean, you can't really, like, rehearse improv, but you can, like, practice the skills of improv. Because, yeah. like, I'm with a, a more traditional improv troupe called Bananaphone, and we just, like, practice doing what we do, but it's never anything we're going to do again exactly like that. We're never like, that was a great idea, we should do that again. It's like, you know, it's always different because it's improv. And yes, I realize that improv is lame and gay. So everybody's like, eh, improv's gay. And I'm like, guess you what? You said it. Uh, that's what I was saying. I was like, how do, you, how do you coach somebody to be lame and gay? Uh, <laughs> if anybody can do it, it's me. Uh, but you know what? Who's uh, fuck, anybody, this? fuck anybody who hates gay improv. Guys who do this? I, I make enough coaching improv to pay most of my bills. So I don't, really? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, there's good money to be made if you can direct and coach. It's it's rain and cash. (laughs) Yeah, but it's like it's a lot of fun. And like my troop that I'm with, Banana Phone, like we're about to go and compete in the national um, uh, a national competition in DC and on the 27th, and it's gonna be badass. And if we win, we get to be on a nationally syndicated podcast, and they'll fly us to New York. Dope. What's that? uh, What's that called? Um, (laughs) Can I? I'll I'll let you know when I look at my phone. Oh, improv. (laughs) It's it's the Improv for Humans competition. Improv for Humans is like a huge podcast. Yeah, yeah. And we're gonna go and play with those guys and like do an improv set with them. And how many people are in your troupe? Uh, Well, there's eight people in our troupe, but we can only grow in groups of four. Oh. For this competition, it has to be four people or less. So, so you guys gonna be competing against each other? No, actually, they're not going. We we just formed a team of four who want to go to represent the troop, and it's me, Scott Cease, uh, who's a very funny Baltimore comedian. Mm-hmm. He you know was just in the Community of the Year competition. Um, 
Uh, the one at Magoobies? Kim Scarf. Yeah, the one at Magoobies. Cool. Kim Scarf, who is very cool. She's Her boyfriend is Ben Burdell, who's a Baltimore comic. Okay. And um, Kelly Anderson, Kiki Anderson. Oh, Kiki. <laughs> who is Kiki. my improv friend. Nice. Yes. Have you guys done this competition before? No, this is our first year doing it. But we've done other competitions and like festivals and performed at colleges and stuff like that. And uh, it's one of those things where, you know, yes, I know improv is lame and gay. I've heard that. <laughs> but like when I perform, like when people I know who think improv is lame and gay see us, they're always like, uh, I hate improv, but that actually was very entertaining. Yeah, there's definitely good and bad improv. There's just so I'll much bad improv. That. There's just, yeah. And, you know, and I don't want to be a spokesperson for improv. <laughs> the voice of improv. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, I'm paying my electric bill with it, so I can't shit hey. on it too much. I mean, I imagine it probably takes, like, you. I, I imagine you kind of have to be pretty good just to make the improv mildly entertaining. Because I imagine if you yeah. just get, like, a bunch of beginners up there, it's just going to be, like... Yeah, absolutely. I, I can't even imagine how that would go. And it makes you a better comic. I mean, everybody who's been in the top three of the Magoobies Community of the Year contest pretty much for the past three or four years, most of them have been improv people. Nice. Last year, the whole top three was. This year, two of them were. Did you do improv before comedy? No, I did theater before comedy. Okay. And I was a writer, and I used to write funny a, fun, a series of funny comic books called The Fantastic League of Unknown Superheroes, or Flush. And, uh, Flush, I like and I wrote that for like six years, and I wrote books and things like that, and they were always funny. Uh, I always wanted to be a comedy, always, or a comedian. I always wanted to do stand-up comedy, but I was scared to get on stage. And like my real specific fear was that someone was going to throw a full beer bottle at me. I don't know why, <laughs> really? but like, I was like, I'm scared to get on stage because someone's going to throw a full beer bottle at my head. <laughs> like, I don't know. How Very much. specific fear. I, I must have like <laughs> eaten too much acid one night and just like got that in my head that that's what was going to happen. Yeah. And then I, then I started doing like stand-up-like things that weren't specific stand up like I used to this guy that I knew used to throw these parties and they were uh uh I'm stoned uh the the <laughs> Scottish poet and they have like a party for his like birthday every year and like you go and you're supposed to like read his poetry and it's all this like body Scottish let's all drink and fuck our sisters I don't know what it is yeah. and uh, Scottish. but I was doing like funny readings of them where I was like translating them into like what the modern equivalent of that was okay. and that just happened to sync up with a friend of mine was doing a mic for his birthday an open mic I was like, is that open to any, can anyone do that? <laughs> and it just like went really well. And I actually got booked off of the first time I did an open mic. Awesome. Where was wow. that? Uh, the open mic was at Jay's on Reed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Remember the piano Stoney's, bar. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And it like just went really well. So I stuck with it. Awesome, dude. Mm -hmm. Glad you, glad you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Yeah. I was like into theater and stuff when I was a kid and I wanted to be an actor. But um, as I got older, I realized there were not as many roles for me. I'm like, but what about the effeminate friend? You know, like I'm not a, I can't be a leading man. You know, can, are you not? Can you not like, like butch it up? a different voice? Yeah, <laughs> I can <laughs> sound like a gruffer woman. No, like I don't know. Like I just have, have you ever tried? I mean, like I want I, you to try. Well, like I do like straight. <laughs> well, I like do Maybe straight characters and stuff. You know, like on stage, like doing improv and stuff. But like, but it just sounds like a black guy doing a white guy's yeah. voice. <laughs> Worse, it sounds like a white guy doing a black guy voice. It's no. Just like it's like somehow like offensive. So it's just I don't know. I mean, it's just I'm I'm I've got gay in the mouth. It's okay. That's just my burden to bear. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't think it, it just didn't work out for me. So I ended up like a stage lighter, and I did like lighting and crew stuff. Okay. But so like sitting behind the stage, like I hope she falls down the stairs and I'm gonna <laughs> take her role. I'll be like, I know all her songs, <laughs> but you're a boy, and just like show up in a wig, just like instantly. Do you sing as well? Uh, like I can like stage sing, and I can and probably not right now because of, since then I've smoked for 15 years. But That'll you know, 
but like I, I do like singing comedy. Like I, I'm part of like an improv karaoke troupe and you know, we're, we just like make up songs. And so I do a lot of singing on stage, but my real voice is terrible, but I can like mimic other yeah, you styles can do the, of singing. Okay. The yeah. I like what you said, stage voice. And like I've sung on stage before, like you've seen me do stand up where I like mm -hmm. sing like James Bond theme song about my fat brother or yeah. like, you know, <laughs> like I have a couple songs that I do on stage. But you're not like a musical comic or anything like that. No, not at yeah. all. I don't have the chops. In my next life, I'll be a musician because all of my brothers are musicians and so is my father. And I always like respected it, but I'm like dyslexic as fuck as soon as I pick up any instrument. Like I tried to play the piano, but I couldn't read the sheet music and it just like never went anywhere. Okay. But like, is that something you've always been interested in then, though? Yeah, like I love music and actually. This is gonna sound. This is gonna sound lame and gay. That should be the name of this episode. Is lame and gay. Michael Fur is lame and gay. Is I feel like comedy, like music, is so important in my life that like, and it like has affected so much of my life that I feel like comedy is a is another thing that does that to people. Like I feel like comedy. Oh yeah. Is another thing that affects people as much as music. Mm -hmm. And since I can't have music, I feel like comedy and everything I've always done has been comedy. Even when I was like a writer and everything. It's, I think it's, all, you know, it's the next best thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people say all comics want to be musicians and all musicians want to be comedians. Totally. Yeah. I totally see that. Yeah. I wish I could play any instrument. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could play anything. I could, I can like barely do chords on a keyboard. I, I could maybe play rhythm tambourine. I could play go. like the Rugrats theme on a keyboard. But not lead it. tambourine. Not lead tambourine. I'm like not Stevie Nicks. I'm like the weird lookalike Stevie Nicks in the background. He's like an additional rhythm guy. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the rhythm's in quotes. <laughs> Is that a Make-A-Wish kid up there? Or what's going on? I'd be a really good hype man, though. And everyone's, well, this is one thing that makes improv lame gay. Is that... A lot of times in improv, there's just like, and then they gangster rapped. And it's just like, what the fuck? We yeah. are white. We are white as fuck. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? And no one knows how to rap. No. no one Unless knows how Dorian Gray is there doing improv, oh, yeah. and then he fucking blows everybody out of the water. That's like got to be rapper. tough when somebody tosses you something that you're just like, dude, I can't. How do you – are you able to just – like if somebody yeah, pitches a was, bad idea. What was idea. the worst you've ever been led astray? <laughs> by like someone on my troop or by like yeah. – uh, like, okay, so maybe one time we were doing a show, like, at a college. Maybe. Maybe. And, uh, and it was about, like, okay, for a long time we had this joke that, like, we kept killing and fucking animals. like we, But then, like, and in that order, like, you kill them and then you fuck them. Like, we had a lot of, like, weird scenarios like that. So we had this thing going on and it, like, was, like, he was, this one guy in my troupe, I'm not going to give his name, his name is Joel. And he was, like, doing this, he does this kind of voice sometimes, it's this sort of, like, he says it's a troll, but to me it sounds like a Dust Bowl era hobo. Like it's this real kind of like, you know, I'm going to go fill me a bindle and, you know, go drink the water down by the water poison. You know, like this weird voice. But it like became this weird incestuous thing where he had found a little girl in the woods. And I think he thought it was like Shrek, but it was more like, you know, the Shrek porno. Yeah, you know, or his like deep, girl. dark fantasy. Which I would watch. <laughs> yeah. I would. I, I would. It's one of those animated pornos in the side of like the real porn that you're watching. Yeah. Where you're like, is that Stewie fucking Lois? What is that? <laughs> fucking Bart Simpson. Damn, how do I find like, that? Yeah, what? what? Is somebody going to watch that? Search. Yeah. I always wonder if those are real things. Like if you click on that, what happens? Is there actually a video of that? Or is it just take? I don't think so, dude. Probably just gives not. you a virus. It sends you to like yeah, a, a membership login site or some shit. <laughs> It just calls the police. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is fucked up. 
All right, it says he's at a studio. Yeah. <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> well, it's so weird. Like, I, I like was talking to my boyfriend about this the other day. Is like, there everything just turns into porn so quickly now. Like, whatever social media you're on, just so quickly turns into now. I'm just watching porn. Like, because yeah. there's just like little subtle bits of porn and everything, and then you're just like, oh, all I have to do is literally keep looking at the same social media, but just choose to look at different things. And then, yeah. oh, you're watching porn now. Yeah. <laughs> They have a lot of porn on Twitter, dude. Like it's that's yeah. all, you browse Twitter. I, I accidentally followed these like <laughs> Jimmy accidentally, accidentally followed a bunch of like furry <laughs> dudes on like Twitter, just like a so ton of like gay porn like, Twitter and big and furry. ass wolf dicks and shit. Like <laughs> I also follow a lot of K-pop fan pages, so like I get a lot of like K-pop memes of like just like this random Asian dude like smiling, and it's like love this. <laughs> like why, why? Yes. <laughs> Where's the furry porn? Come on, yes. I can work with it. Furries. Well, my last name is Fur with two R's, so every once in a while I get like a random like request from someone who's obviously a furry and I'm like yeah, yeah. that is just my real name you should just my ancestors killed animals and turned them into coats and that's how we got that name so I'm not a fan of you and then they fucked mascot them. yeah then, then we fucked them <laughs> so I have like a funny K-pop story so like a friend of, I'll, I'll make it short a friend of mine uh, keep it as long as you want dude. <laughs> a friend of mine I'm out um, she uh, is like a model for like anime conventions and like comic conventions mm. and stuff like that like and a cosplay like, girl yeah like she does like that yeah, yeah. she's like the really hot yuna from final fantasy 10 that yeah. looks real and then i was like the, the one sad that's all over the, the internet yeah right. we had a girl like that in her high school but it was just the misty that you'd oh, see yeah. everywhere online right, yeah she right. got memed out dude nice she was all over the place really yeah like there was a picture of her just dressed as misty like doing this and it like went crazy on reddit and we'd all be like, she went to our high school and all the rest like, she didn't fucking go to your high school. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, she did. I swear. Yeah, my one friend, she, uh, who I met through her, my friend Mary, she does Bayonetta and she does this like amazing Bayonetta that Shout like down. you always see like everybody posing with at these conventions or whatever. So my one friend, she's like a model and she also does like belly dancing models. So she was like, okay, there's, um, we're doing this like K-pop video shoot like at, club orpheus and we need like a full audience of like colorful people and interesting costumes she's like and we need people in your age range which means old and uh, <laughs> so she's like so just wear like a fabulous outfit and just show up and just be in the audience you just stand there and <laughs> Leave your you'll be in this video right yeah exactly <laughs> right so I, so I actually i wore like i actually wore this like kind of like men's like crazy dress vest with this cool pattern and this big top hat and this like crazy like dark eye makeup like i look very much the part you know mm. but there was like people with swords and like fake swords it was mm. pretty sad you know i'm like oh your hair is so spicy Dude, people your sword is get so big. real about that shit i went to the renaissance fest and i was like amazed at how into that shit people get dude i 100%. had a great time personally but i just went in my regular clothes like yeah. i was like i'm not gonna dress up like a fucking like surf or something like that i don't even know i almost understand it more for ren fair because like that's a little bit more for the event, you know, you're like, oh, we're all just pretending we're back in those times for a little bit, and mm -hmm. th this is how I would be Makes back sense. in those times. But then the K-pop, you're just like, yeah, I also love Asia. Like, <laughs> like what? Yeah, like anime and that shit's not even Korean. No. Too. <laughs> yeah. So maybe she, maybe, it was, maybe it was J-pop. I don't know. I'm yeah, white. Okay. I don't pay attention. Um, <laughs> One but, of them. So she was like a Lolita thing. So it was like that with like animal ears, like yeah, I'm a fox yeah. and like a baby and a prostitute. You know? Yeah, it was really weird. So anyway, so I'm sitting there and like the show is going on and she comes out and she's got this like dance that she does to the song. She's like, you make a heart and love the world and uh, whatever. And everybody knows it. Everybody's like doing the dance and singing the song. So then she starts going around everyone with her mic and getting them to like sing the words to her while 
and like do the dance. So she's like going around, and I'm like standing there in the line, like. I'm third in this line. <laughs> and she's like, make a heart, love the world. And then she comes up to me and she's like, make a heart. And I just leaned into her mic and I was like, I don't participate. <laughs> <laughs> and my friend was just like on the side, like, no. oh God, no. Oh, like, no. oh God, I brought him. I'm like, well, I don't know the words. I'm not going to do your dance. Please skip me and edit through this. <laughs> it was real weird. <laughs> they only had one take of it. Yeah. <laughs> they were, they all were homeless after that because they spent all their money on that one take. I would be willing to say that it's probably the same type of people that attend Comic Con that attend the Renaissance Fair, though. Like the same, not the same exact people, yeah, but the but same type. There's a lot of, of crossover. Yeah, I mean, I'm same like class of people. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm kind yeah. of like that person. I don't like go to the Ren Fair personally, but like, I'm I'm all for it. But dude, <laughs> I'm against it. No, no, I'm like, <laughs> I love it. I love it, dude. I got a fucking turkey leg. Yeah, I got a fucking mead, which isn't that good. I just got regular beer after that. I was like, did did people drink beer back then? I don't give a shit. I'm I'm drinking a beer. Yeah, but we watch fucking jousting. Hell yeah, and Maryland's a like, uh, state sport. Yeah, which is weird. It's like, why isn't it lacrosse? Apparently, the state team oh, sport is lacrosse. Uh, but and our national, our, our state uh, uh, exercise is walking. For that's real, what we do dog. That's, that's what we, that's what we do. <laughs> I had a Maryland category <laughs> in Jeopardy the other day. <laughs> our state boat is the skipjack. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. We got the Baltimore. skipjacks were like the original oyster boats. So they would like, you know, they'd be all out in the bay fishing oysters and shit. We got the Baltimore Oriole is the state bird. Maryland blue crab is a state crustacean, which we may be one of the few states to actually have a state crustacean. True. Diamondback terrapin is the state reptile. And what other shit? Black-eyed Susan. Safe flower. flower, yeah. Dude. Yeah. I like looked all this stuff up when I was in like middle school. I got like real in that being from Maryland. I bought, <laughs> I bought a Maryland flag for my house and it was stolen. <laughs> we have a good flag. Like we have a, we have a very we have a flag. good flag. We really also do. recently Jimmy drew out the Maryland state, like the state of Maryland, yeah. and then from memory did all the districts. All the, <laughs> all the, all the county. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> In like colored pencil, I think. <laughs> yeah, dude. Crayon. Crayon, actually. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I just can't imagine because like I feel like back in That's the real. Day, I hope you don't think that's a joke. No, it actually happened. <laughs> back in the day, like I, I could see, okay, let me put it this way. I would rather watch real jousting than lacrosse. Absolutely not not the jousting like where they like do the thing and like try to put it through the ring. That sucks. Yeah. I'm like, do I really want to yeah. watch this? No. But where they get like where they where beat each other up. It's the like head two fucking knights and there's a princess and they just fucking go at it until one of them dies. But why I does there have to be a princess? What if it was just modern people like wanting to joust? There for needs sport? to be a princess, dude. Why else would you <laughs> fight to the death? Well, what's the modern version of a princess? Ring girl? <sighs> Something's gonna walk know. around with like the ring number and Do they get the ring girl after they win? Is that their prize? That would be that would be good. I don't think so. You can get someone better than a ring girl after you yeah. win a professional yeah, sporting yeah. match. Uh, I would rather watch fake jousting than real lacrosse because I find all sports boring. <laughs> I, I have I don't like them. But jousting now, I imagine the people who joust now, I don't feel like they're like these like big like warrior esque dudes. No. But the people who jousted back then, they were like the top knights, Hell dude. Yeah. There was the black knight 
and the White Knight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only two nights. <laughs> now there are people every who like week. failed out of theater school. <laughs> They're like, I got this great gig. I'm playing a jazz. <laughs> <laughs> but they they had they had like they put on like a show, and there were four different nights that went at it, yeah. and like every corner of the crowd was designated as like this is the one you're supposed to root for. Right. I was like, really gonna tell me who I have to yeah. root for? Like, what if he loses? Can I just pick somebody? Right. But you can't be that guy because then they'll like go around the crowd and be like, on the count of three, yo, Soleiman. It took like forever for me to even know what his name was. I was mm-hmm. like, what kind of name is that? And they would go. But dude, it was, I don't know. I don't even know where I was going with that, to be honest, dude. No, you it was a really nice experience. Renfest. Medieval times. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, very revolutionary. Medieval times just hired their first queen to really? be in charge of one of the countries. Because you know, it's all different countries. Uh-huh. And it's always a dude who comes out the king is like, you know, fight for my honor. Is that like a dinner theater? Or is that like a... It's dinner theater. Yeah, it's dinner theater with a big... Uh, horse shit ring in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like going to dinner at the circus except it's back in the olden days. Yeah, and you don't get forks or knives. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would definitely you'd love it. Catch dude. a I would like that, but I feel like I'd love actual circus, dude. I don't even know. No, I don't no. not circ, Rip, cir- no not circus. Not circus. No more circuses. No more what? There's no more circuses. There's no more dude, circuses. Ring, like, brothers and I mean, circuses, they just they hired don't... their first ring girl, like right. the first like ring leader who's them. a girl. And then they shut down like the next month. Yeah, because they found out they were like, "Oh, remember all those rumors that to get animals to perform like this, you have to abuse them horribly." Yeah, that that's just what's happening here. Yeah. We're just abusing them all horribly. Oh, man, no they were coming. like, "We gotta stop." There's literally there's no more circuses. No, <laughs> there's probably sucks. still circuses, there's but there's just no animals. I don't want to watch oh, Circus Soleil. That shit makes me nervous, fuck dude. <laughs> those fucking people on the tightrope, and there's no safety net. It's like, dude, this person you know you should actually. You know, you should do take trapeze lessons. I did it. I'm a graduate of the New York. School of trapeze. Really? Yeah, I can do the trapeze, motherfucker. I see people. Do you ever see it's super people fun. like trapeze it's like amazing. In downtown? You mean the swing? That's why I did it. Oh, that's where you did yeah, it. Yeah, I graduated from there. Oh, I did. Shit. You take like five okay. classes and you graduate. But it's called the New York. Well, it was. They're from again. New York. They're oh, actually okay. like they were. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're like so from confused, and they were here dude. for like years and. Yeah, like you go and like the first class is like fifty bucks and then like okay. you spend like one hundred and fifty dollars and you get like five classes and learn like all these tricks. Do the plunge, which is like you're upside down holding your feet up, and then you dismount and they grab you by your feet, oh which is like what? their like second to most advanced trick. It was fucking yeah. amazing, and I'm like a big dude. I'm like a six foot three, two hundred and twenty pound dude, yeah. and they were like, they're like, all right, you're probably not gonna be able to get your legs up between your arms because you are very wide. Like, just go around your arms. So I was doing this like bass backwards way. It was fucking amazing. It was like the coolest thing ever. Cool. There's great video of me on YouTube totally biting it. And doing this thing called skinning the cat, which is where you fall backwards through your arms. If you don't let go, you'll like snap your arms out of the socket. Oh. And like literally, I had just done that trick right on my last go perfectly. And then my friend's like, I'm gonna film you this time. And uh, I fucking eat a dick up there. And I fucking like had to let go so I didn't like snap my arms. Did you like fall? Yeah, I mean, you're like on a rope and there's a net. Oh my God. Like they keep you on like a counterweight, which is awesome because there was two dudes holding my counterweight because I'm fucking 220 pounds and yeah. I just fall and you would just see them both like, whoa, like straight <laughs> up in the air to like counterweight me down. Oh my God. Yeah, Jesus. and I was like, and that lives on YouTube forever. Oh my God. Yeah, it's fucking super fun and I highly, like I've known a couple people who've done it. Like if you ever like at the beach or somewhere where they do trapeze, it's super fun and anybody, I can do it. I'm a fucking moron. Hold up. Is the, is the, the, the whale world thing still a thing? Sea world with sea the world. whales doing tricks is that still a thing? No, is sea world? I think it's still around. It's still a thing, but they I think just like, like they and whales still are like, get flack for it. Yeah, they whales still, are the smartest. You can fuck with a. I guess all the animals in the circus are smart. Elephants are smart, dude. Yeah, yeah, and elephants are like have 
the main surface animal I can think of. Yeah, and they're gonna outlive every single carny that works there. <laughs> <laughs> and remember all of it, dude. They'll never yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do they have? They have they have elephants, they have lions. Just all the ones on the animal crackers. Right? They still make yeah, animal crackers, right? They didn't giraffes. stop doing that. Nah, dude, they stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Got a lot of flack. Too cruel, dude. You're going to eat those animal crackers? <laughs> that is fucked up. Peter did not like that. They are delicious, though, dude. dude they are dry, rhinos. Dude. They don't, they're they don't so have, dry. You don't like animal? I love no. that. It tastes pretty good. My favorite like, cracker. Just eat a vanilla wafer, dude. Yeah, eat a Nilla wafer. Dog, don't even try to compare the two. Nilla wafer over animal cracker any day of the week. Not I don't know. I don't know. Would you eat a flat thing. biscuit that tasted like an animal cracker? It would be an animal cracker. It would be a <laughs> But if it wasn't <laughs> shaped like an adorable and hilarious animal, and it was just like a biscuit that thing. tasted like that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. You could no, eat exactly. it. I wouldn't. It's not good. You could wafer looks like nothing. But, animal but it's, like an, it's like an <laughs> experience, it. dude. It's like every one, you're like, I wonder which animal I'm going to get. And like, you if you just get a square off. every time. Yeah. It's just like, dude, I don't want to fucking eat this. I'm going to get a Nello wafer. Well, you can if they're good. <laughs> That's the thing is like Nello wafers, they don't have to look like nothing because they just taste good. Exactly. And they kind of melt on your tongue. You can kind of put them on your tongue. And, oh, I love that. Animal crackers require at least like half your mouth's saliva <laughs> yeah. to be swallowed. <laughs> That's why they give them to babies so that they like to sop them up. Just like, <laughs> suck on this, you little spit machine. <laughs> have an animal cracker. Stop <laughs> <laughs> fucking drooling everywhere, dude. Yeah, I hate children. Yeah, dude. That's a. Uh, you ever you ever think about getting a kid or no? I think about having a kid all the time for dinner. No, uh, <laughs> uh, no. So like, okay, I have one friend, uh, my good friend Emily, and she has like the most amazing kid who I like feel genuine love for. Like, I mean, she's been like my friend for like twenty years, but like, I like really, I'm like, I would mama bear someone to death over this baby right <laughs> but at the same time like the desire for me to have children just like doesn't exist i think if i was ever like in a very financially stable or beneficial place in my life where i had money i would probably like i could be a foster dad yeah like adopt a kid yeah, to like old, but to like an older kid or something but okay. like i want nothing to do with babies like i don't want to be around little shit yeah like, like i don't want to be but here's the thing like i would probably just end up fostering animals because i'm a big animal person and my day job is animals and i I'm fucking so that that's more my speed. I don't like children. Every time I'm around a baby, I'm like, I don't want to touch it. I, I could be accidentally molesting it and just not know. It's not going to get into college and I then it's like going to therapy and it's my fault. Every baby I touch, I'm, I, I don't. Like I will break like that baby. Accidentally bend emotionally, it at mentally. a ninety degree angle, or like I don't know, man. No, I, I don't, don't. And I just don't stuff. care to. I don't feel scared when I'm around a baby, but the idea of having a baby and being responsible for it 24-7, I know I would fuck up. Because yeah. I fuck up every other thing that I'm responsible for 24-7. I my can't imagine. Yeah, my life is very full, and it's just about my stuff. <laughs> like, I don't have time for a whole bunch of like someone it. else's stuff. <laughs> I'm pretty full on stuff. It is amazing, dude. Like, my cousin has a daughter, Grace, and she's two. And it's like amazing seeing, like I never like paid attention to it, but this time I was high and I was like in the room and I was like seeing how she's like actually like, the, you can actually see like the person who they are, like they're actual people. Like it was just like, like she couldn't talk, she couldn't like form words, but like her mannerisms were like mimicking other people. Like she did like the hand thing, like talking and it was like, holy shit. Like it was like, that must be amazing to have that experience, like see a person that is like, it's just you made you. It's yeah. just insane. Yeah. She like she like 
grabbed me by the hand. I was just like watching it. We were watching Sing. She doesn't even understand. I've never seen the movie Sing. And personally, I didn't even understand the movie. So, <laughs> so I can't blame her. But she's watching it. She just likes watching the, the dudes move around. I was like, yeah. does she know what the plot is? And her dad was like, no. But then he gave me the whole plot. I was like, he, he loves that movie. I was like, you can watch this. You can watch this too much, dude. <laughs> he was telling me about it like he was talking about Shawshank Redemption, dude. He was like, he was going in on that movie description. I was like, wow. <laughs> But no, she she grabbed me by the uh, hand and she just starts talking to me and she leads me all the way upstairs and she's trying to get me to like open this room door. I was like, I was like, we can't go. And I don't even know whose room this is. And I go back down. Like, what do they know? I was like, oh, she saw something in there earlier. I was like, oh my God. Like, it's like a smart little like, it was just like, wow, she had an ulterior motive there. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, she's already manipulating it like an adult. It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, like I like like interacting with kids, and I have three straight brothers. You'd think I'd have some fucking nieces or nephews by now, but they're all lame. And uh, but like you know, like where I work, like we foster cats at my where at my job, so we have kids all the time who come in and just play with these cats. And it to me, that's just like so amazing, adorable and sweet. This little girl was the other day; she just like kept telling the cat to come with her while she was like just doing stuff like I'm like, like on an adventure together <laughs> but like uh no I'm too selfish and self-involved to have children you have pets now them. though right yeah I have a dog and a cat and a Japanese fire-bellied newt Ooh, how old's that little guy he's like 14 holy Whoa. shit yeah he, how long do they live they can live under good care which he gets like Amazing care. I work at a. I'm a buyer for pet supply company. He gets the best frozen bloodworms in the country. Wow. Uh, he, uh, he. They can live up to like 30 years if yeah. you take good care of them. And he had a brother, and his brother mysteriously just disappeared one day. I think he ate his brother. No way. I think he he's ate his brother to like 60. He gained his power, <laughs> and so he's got because there was a Cecil and an Ollie, and then Cecil was just gone one day, and we'd like. Nobody knew it's why. It's like a Cain yeah. and Abel type situation. Right. And I think his brother ate him and yeah. gained his power. Wow. And he's got this one fucked up claw, like one of his claws is like... He lost it in a fight, dude. I think so. Because it's all the kind of deformed. But he's really cool. He's like super like... He's really little, but he's like super into you. Like whatever you do, he's really like aware of you. The dog will come up and put his nose up there and he comes up to see him. And <laughs> just like, he's like this little dinosaur lives in our house. <laughs> he's got this cool setup with plants that grow. and, and See, like a smaller guy? How big yeah, is he? Like, he's about that big. To say, and he's black with like a bright orange belly. You get reptiles too big. Like people have those bearded dragons and shit. And it's like, they just start to smell bad yeah, in the house. Like iguanas or shit. And especially stuff that you have to let out. Like this thing lives in his little inhabitation. He's got water and a thing and a plant and a house. Yeah, we got like, we got our cousin like a a tiny little like newt or gecko or something yeah. for his birthday we, when he was like twelve or something. That thing lived to like ten, eleven. Yeah, it was crazy. And then <laughs> when we were cleaning out this garage, like our f- friend's brother, like started taking care of this like iguana from his like other oh friend. Fuck that. And uh, so he was, you know, he's taking care of her for a good while, and it was just in his room forever. And then we were cleaning out the garage to build the studio. And we're like, is that an aquarium over there? And we're just like figuring out shit to throw out. <laughs> and lo and behold, the iguana's in there. Just nice. like petrified, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> dude, iguanas, oh, no. iguanas are like squirrels in Mexico, dude. I went down to Cancun. I was just walking around. And they're yeah. just like chilling on the roadway they look they look like they're humongous like some of them are as big as his yeah. table i'm just like oh my god like yeah on isla de mujeres like there's just like it, it, you know there's a lot of it where it's like really hilly so it's like the beach is like way far down below you and it's just all trees there and you're just like walking and you're like oh look at the beach oh giant 
They run <laughs> in my face. You know, they're on the trees. They're like right at eye level with you. And then, yeah, they're just so weird. You just see them moving. You're like, oh, that's a big thing to live in nature. We don't have anything that big. Dude, Isla Mujeres was nice. Isla Mujeres is fucking amazing. We took a ferry there every day. So I great. got drunk as fuck and lost the tickets to the ferry for the way back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Did you uh, ever go to Tulum? Um, no, I did that's not. Really, that should be, if you ever go back, that's, that's the really nice, that's where everybody who just goes to Mexico and never leaves ends up. Yeah. That's where all like the expats are. It's all Tulum. these just like Australians and Israelis and Brits who just are like, I'm going to live in Mexico for the rest of my life. The one thing I didn't like about it down there was I didn't like how like lax everybody was when it came to like business matters or anything like that. Like mm. you'd go to a store. And they would just, like, you'd give them, like, a certain amount of pesos, expecting a certain amount of pesos back. And, like, not a single place ever gave me the right amount of pesos. They would always, like, yeah. keep three cents for themselves or something like that. And it was just like, damn, you guys really don't give a fuck about math. But also, it's like, like everything is so cheap there. That I guess it's I like just don't give little, a fuck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. everything there is a dollar. Like, you can just walk around <clears> and eat all day. Everything is 10 pesos. Everything is one American dollar. It's like, I will have one taco. It costs one dollar. Dude, when and- I went there, it was up to 18 pesos per dollar. What? I know, dude. That's that was fucking, amazing. I was fucking Ballin', king dude. down there. Hell yeah. <laughs> I know. I was down there and like everywhere you can just like buy weed, right? Like every everywhere you go, everybody's just like silver, cheaper. Th- everybody's like cheaper than Walmart, cheaper than Walmart. And they're like silver, <laughs> silver. And you walk past and they're like, Mota, Mota, Mota. <laughs> but like they see you and they're like, mm, you guys are white. You have a sunburn. You're, that's how new you are. And yeah. they would just like give you like a horrible price. So we went to Tulum and we were like, I don't know. And my friend was like, she was like, I just know that we're going to figure this out. She's like, I just have a good feeling. So we went to this like party at this hostel and she's just standing there. We're like kind of like dancing remember? And this guy walks up to her and she's like, oh, hey, this is my friend from America that I know. And she, he just sells her a giant bag of pre-rolled joints, just like a giant God. freezer bag. Yeah, yeah for like $50 for 500 oh pesos and we, for like the rest of our time. Then we were there for like weeks. We were there like for like four weeks. Wow. We just smoked. I mean, we smoked other weed too with other people, but it was just like, we're like, no, we're not going to pay your tourist prices. Fuck you. No. <laughs> like we know it will just, the cause of relaxation. Like getaway? Yeah. We just, well, so we went down there for my friend's 30th birthday. Okay. And then, uh, I did, was not happy with my job situation. And I was like, I'm just going to stay here for a while. Cause fuck my job. You oh, almost so you became one of those expats, too. I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> you just I was down there for a while. Yeah, it was awesome because like we we just stayed cheap. like well, it's super cheap. But like the first like the first like uh, two weeks that we were there, we were there with the for the birthday party, and it was like everybody's all of our friends were there, and we rented these beautiful houses on Isla de Mujeres, and we had this big swimming pool, and it was like the real fancy thing. Yeah, yeah. And then everybody else left, and we're like, uh, we can't live like this anymore, but we have enough money to live like poor tourists. Let's go stay in a hostel in Tulum. So we went to Tulum and just like stayed in like a hostel that was like $5 a night, and ate food, and sat on the beach, and drank tequila, and smoked weed. For how long? Uh, For like another another, another two, two weeks, weeks right? yeah. Nice. Just at, yeah, we were just like nice we're trip, gonna dude. stay there, yeah. Jeez, <laughs> nice, dude. And nothing fucked up happened. That's Mm-mm. dope. Hell yeah. No, it was awesome. And we I didn't spend nearly as much money as I thought I would. Hell yeah. It was pretty cool. How do you did you have to take a bunch of money down there? Or like what happens with that? Yeah, like uh I mean like a couple times like we took money out again and mm-hmm. like transferred it. But I mean I didn't even spend you know, I didn't spend very much the whole time I was there. Dude, oh, we yeah. got fucking tracked while we were down there. Like mm. we on the on one of the last days, we tried to take a like a, a convoy to uh, Chichen Itza, like mm-hmm. the Inca city or whatever, mm-hmm. or maybe I don't know Aztec, Maya, one of them. And 
we go there and it was like later in the day when we finally decided to pull the trigger and we realized that like most of the places close like around six, like they have to be back by six. And so we didn't know about this one particular place and it's like a four hour trip. You know, it's like an hour and a half drive each way and you gotta have a certain amount of time there. But like we, we got there at like four, when we, we got to the place to meet the people at four and then we were about to leave and then right before we were about to leave, it became apparent that we were still gonna have to be back by six. So I was like, wait a like, like we, we were, they, they were basically about to take us there, look at it and then take us back right. or something like that. And we were like, we're not fucking doing this. We can't pay this much money per person to do this. And so we decided to call it off right there after they had like went out to meet us there. Because oh, we were thinking like, you, you guys are basically trying to screw us because on the phone you yeah. told us we were going to get this amount of time, and then we get yeah. here, and then you're telling us that actually that doesn't exist. But now you're like trying to pressure us, like you can't leave now. We already came out and met, and we were like, mm-hmm. we're fucking leaving. Yeah. So we fucking leave, and one dude, I see this one dude is fucking following us on a motorcycle like, all the way fucking back, and we were like, dude, what do we do? What do we do? And so we get, we were like, Let, he's probably not following us, and then we get on the fucking, um, we go to the uh, the port to get on the ferry. And we hop on the ferry, and the dude gets on the fucking ferry. <laughs> Swear to fucking God. And we were like, dude, I think this guy is like... And we get off, and he starts following us on Isla Mujeres now or something wow. like that. It was, it was wild, dude. I forgot. I don't remember exactly how we evaded him. I think we kind of all split up. I don't know, but it was a real thing. It yeah, was a real yeah. thing. I was like, we could get kidnapped right now. Yeah. We went out to the pyramids, and like, it takes like forever to get there. And then you get there, and you have to like walk forever. And it's like, you're like walking along these bridges and like, don't go on this bridge, don't go on this bridge. And everything is just crocodilio, crocodilio. There's like fucking, you just look in the water and there's just, yeah, just sticking out. giant <laughs> crocodiles just every fucking where. And then you finally get there and then we get there and like the tallest two pyramids, they had them like roped off at the top. They're like, uh, no one's allowed up here anymore because this old woman was up here and she fell and like broke her neck. Oh my like, God. Stupid old bitch. So like yeah, we couldn't even like go all the way up to the top of like the tallest ones. That's fucked up. But it was really cool. How are you we gonna really cancel that for one old? Uh, the old women know. shouldn't be allowed to go on the tour. You should we got to, to go through the rest of it, and we went up some of the shorter ones, and we got to go to the place where they would like <laughs> they played a game, and the winner was beheaded. I was like, like, and then the winner is sacrificed. Like, well, then don't. You should be bad at that game. <laughs> Do you think that at the time the dudes were trying to lose? Because, like, I know technically they were supposed to be stoked because, like, the whole religion is, like, you're going to be the sacrifice to the gods. Like, this is you, dude. Like, fuck yeah. I believe that they were probably stoked to do it. Or, like... It we was like going a trick on our world now. to like get rid of like the kind of idiots. <laughs> idiots. Yeah. Oh, I'm no, gonna you die. Best yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all of us. You know who I hate? Who? Juan. Oh, I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> we should put him. We should make him play. This game. We should make him a hero. <laughs> <laughs> we should get he him winds really up losing. Good. You kill him anyway. Wait a second. The other guy got killed when he won. <laughs> no? Should get him really good at head. You know, beheading ball. <laughs> Is that the one that was though. in that Disney movie, El Dorado, where? <laughs> Where they are, are playing, you know what movie I'm talking about? Yeah. That was one of my favorite Disney movies. That was a great movie. I think it was Disney. Yeah, it Road was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're doing that thing where they're like headbutting this ball through a little hoop in the right, thing. Right. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's one of the. <laughs> that's one of those good underrated Disney movies. It's an underrated game, is what I was yeah. getting at. <laughs> the modern form is basketball, and neither team gets beheaded. Dude. We came a long way as a society. <laughs> I want because I feel like in every culture, every culture at one point they played games and somebody got killed as a result of it. And like, yeah. why did it take us so long as a society to be like, guys, what if we 
What if we just play his game? You're right. <laughs> we don't kill anybody afterwards. But if you just feel bad because you didn't do as good as the other guy? Then you go home. That's where the heart of a champion came yeah. from, dude. You went home and practiced. Yeah. When you fucking get killed right after you lose, it's like, what's the how, point? How are you getting better? <laughs> you getting better, dude. <laughs> can't get better. You suck forever. <laughs> Fall down. See, can't I would like up. sports if it was like, see, I would probably be more interested in sports if it was, <laughs> there was going to be death at the end. I'm like, well, wait until there's the Hunger Games. I'll watch that. <laughs> but I guess that's more of a reality TV show than a sport. True. Dude, I don't know what, look at my, look at my whiskey. Oh Lord! Did it like separate from the coffee? Yeah, or? I think that's what it is. Was there? I know there's just like there... coffee grounds in it, dude. Okay. Oh. Look at that. That's just like at the end of every coffee cup. I forgot. Did you like Keurig? It? Do you have a Keurig? Yes, I do. Oh. Yeah, dude. Then you get that shit in there. Keurigs dog. are perhaps one of my favorite inventions of really? this decade. I would say. Uh, nice. You don't like Keurigs, no. dude? No. I do the French press. Okay. Oh, oh. I have that too, French but I also press. have like a hand crank coffee grinder. Yeah, we have an electric one. So it's fun. just like, it just takes too long. Yeah, we have an electric one. So and I can't do, do it French in the morning, press. you know? Yeah, well, luckily I have a housewife and he does True. it. Wait, does it, so so like, is it easy with a French press? I feel like that's like. It's easy. I mean, it just takes a little while because like, like first you have to like heat up you the glass. You so, steep a little bit, but that's it. Yeah, you like, and it's nice because it doesn't taste like burnt coffee like you, you really do. Like infuse the water with the coffee mm-hmm. instead of like. What is it? it? It's like a thing. It's like a tube, and then you put the coffee. Yeah, you put the coffee and the hot water in, and then you let it sit for like four minutes, and then you push it, to push all the grounds down to the, the bottom, and that's fun. Yeah, it is. I fun. feel like it's it is. Fun. Fun. It is very satisfying. It is fun. I just think it and it looks cool. Yeah, it looks cool, and it you looks feel cool. fancy. No, I yeah, I lo- that's what I. That's what I prefer. It's nice. I just like the cure for the convenience. It is very easy. like you just get up and you just like. Making coffee sucks. It yeah. sucks. You got to put the thing in the thing, and then you do that. And you got to clean it afterwards. It's, it's like great for work. Yeah. yeah. Pop it down. Yeah, because yeah, like it made. takes nice in yeah. a long time. Like, I'm going to go make coffee. I will see you after lunch. <laughs> 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 That's one nice thing about working in my job. Like, everybody there is so laid back. It's like, who here also wants coffee and artisanal donuts? Everybody's like, everybody. <laughs> You're like, we're gonna, then we're going to do that. <laughs> That's what it was like at my, I mean, it's like that at my job now, but also at, uh, at when I was a manager at the movie theater in Towson, uh-huh. every morning shift I had, I'd be like, Hey, do you guys want me to like walk over to Towson hot bagel and get us some bagels? <laughs> like, obviously give me money though, but like, uh, I'll walk over and get them. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm a flyer. Like, Oh, you're gonna buy me lunch. I will go get it. I will go get whatever it is. If you're gonna that is the one thing when I was working, it was like when I was working, when I had a job like at a restaurant and somebody would always be like before a shift like, yo, I'm going to get some food, yo. And then they'd be like, yo, Jimmy, come on, dude. I'm trying to get some food, but I'm not trying to get some food if nobody else doesn't. Like, dude, you don't understand. Like, I don't want to eat right now. Right. But it's like, <laughs> I have to eat. He's like, come on, dude. Just get like, I'm just getting a fucking cheesesteak or something. They're like, all right, fine. Give me a fucking cheesesteak. <laughs> all of a sudden, I was eating for no fucking reason, dude. I played it. I played it high tops today. Right up, uh, right up the street, oh, and, and on my break, I just like went to Cadoba and just ate in Cadoba for like thirty minutes. Went yes. back and played another set. Dude. It was great. <laughs> Did it's you get so, like free food there though? Or no? no, High Tops doesn't give me a comp tab. Damn. You don't get even a discount. Damn. Booty. Which I think High Tops is pretty good food. Yeah. yeah, they are good. That's probably why they don't give it away for free. But yeah, Cadoba, dude. Did you try to do the old student discount or no? It's no, a I lost. I lost my student ID. Years ago, 
Dude, that used to be our mine like, turned into dust. For like two years, we'd go to Cadoba every Wednesday, get student discount. Do they still do that? I don't know. I'm not sure. That was dope times though. <laughs> just fucking do Drake freestyles. Just make up Drake freestyles. Nice. I was thinking about that when we would just like meet up every day and just literally just fuck off for like an entire. <laughs> Night. It was Dude, like, it what was did we best. do? We would just like all of our friends just drive around and random. We want to go to McDonald's. All right, let's go to McDonald's. You want to go drive? Like it was just like, what the fuck did we do? Still walking around the woods and yeah. not do anything cool. All right, cool. <laughs> we had this. Uh, we had this place in the woods where these guys have this eighteen wheeler trailer that was back then. Because I'm from the sticks, you know, I'm from okay. like the, out in Carroll County, you know. So we had. This, oh really? Yeah, it was like way out in like the woods. And we would go back there and like party all the time, and like the train tracks were over there, and we'd go and like. What uh, what, what town? Uh, I'm from Mount Airy. Oh, okay. Um, but like I used to hang out in like Westminster, Manchester, Hampstead. Dude, you played a couple gigs in Mount. Yeah, Airy. I play uh, one at the Green Turtle out there, mm-hmm. and I play in Westminster too at a couple places. Yeah, I went to South Carroll High School, and I'm actually from a smaller part of Mount Airy called Taylorsville that has one stoplight. Wow. And uh, they had the brilliant idea of like. Because, like, we lived in Columbia. Like, I grew up in Columbia, like, mm-hmm. in, like, a little duplex. And my parents were like, we're going to save. We're going to buy a house with property. And you're all going to have your own bedrooms. You know, all that stuff that, like, a middle-class family, like, wants to do. Mm-hmm. So we, like, finally did it when I was in high school. We're like, we're going to move to the country. We're going to have a yard, like, a real yard. And you're going to have your own bedroom. And then we get out there. And she's like, oh, also systemic racism. I did not factor <laughs> that in. They're going to hate right. you. How about we're, gonna, we're all in D.C. transplants who live in these nice houses that were just built in the past two years. But why don't you go to school with kids who live in trailers and have lived here forever and hate everyone who's not like them? Did yeah. you <laughs> did you mind leaving like right before high school? I'd be pissed. I was super pissed because I lived in Columbia where it was like every race, every type of person. I was a nerd. I just blended in. Nobody really gave me too much of a hard time. Yeah. And I literally walked into my high school the first day and I had a Metallica t-shirt on, long hair, fucking shorts on and it was like a record scratch like everybody was like and there was my high school like night this is 1993 or four there was mullets wrangler jeans fucking yeehaw spitting tobacco wow double wheel truck confederate flag carroll county in that year in that era this is south <laughs> carroll high school south carroll high school 93. it was like they were not ready for miss michael they were not ready for me <laughs> miss michael but i fucking like i mean i was like 14 so like i was like just coming into my like okay who am i in the world so and i started going to raves then and stuff so i was like i was such a freak they were they did not like me it was real bad it was carroll county fucking fucking suck my balls how how quick did you move out of there? I left. I got kicked out of my house when I was seventeen. Okay, and then I never came back. I mean, I went to well, I went to Manchester, but there you can be a junkie. You know, there it's like a little more liberal <laughs> than like Mount Airy. You know, it was yeah. like, oh, I'll just blend in with all of the other junkies, and then that's fine. <laughs> We're all just a bunch of fucking burned out ravers at you know seventeen. And I like lived in a car with like a, my poet boyfriend and shot up heroin and went around the country and wow, you actually was shot a troubadour. It up. Oh yeah, yeah, I was like a intravenous drug user wow. and the whole deal and then Crazy. a couple years later <laughs> I overdosed and then I was like I should probably stop doing drugs <laughs> <laughs> I think I have a problem I have a new year's resolution <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you could not have told me I was a drug because I like I was I always had money and I always like was competent and like leading what I felt to be a very functional life yeah. I was like in I have a, a fucking fabulous life <laughs> well, I have you know, a like, great car well, after a while I stopped you know after a while I stopped living in a car I got like my sh- quote unquote shit together yeah. you know and I like was like, oh, I present very together, <laughs> you know, with like red eyeliner on and like, you know, <laughs> jeans or whatever. Red eyes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I overdosed at 21 and I was like, 
or at 20 and i was like oh uh, uh, i should probably like stop doing heroin damn, you got your shit together in three years Mm-mm. No, and on I, heroin. Well, that's when I. <laughs> wow. That's when Dude, I stopped. What else can't you do? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's when I stopped intravenously using drugs, but I kept doing heroin for a long time okay. after that, and I just eventually tapered off and stopped doing it because, <laughs> you know, it can like kill you and stuff. Was that do like mainly from the rave scene and shit, or like uh, no, just kind like, of those. Like burnout people from that, or it was yeah, it was a lot of the people, but it was like literally like this dude I did. Like I I I had done every drug, you know. Like in, as soon as in high, I got in high school, I was like, I want to do all the drugs, and you know, I had done everything except for like like crystal meth and like crack and heroin when I like got out of high school, and then you know I started doing crystal meth, and I I was like a big like club drug user, like I did a lot of ecstasy and I did a lot of special K, and then I started doing a lot of crystal and cocaine and stuff, and but I never thought that was like a problem because I like was working and everything at the time. And then I started dating this dude who was a heroin addict. I was like, that's disgusting. I would never do that until I was with him while he was on it. And I was like, I want to feel like that. Oh, God. <laughs> you look really hot. It looks that like looks, you're coming. Right yeah, it looks really good. <laughs> so I was like, but I'm just going to snort because I would never shoot up. And then until one day when I like saw him shut up, I was like, I want to do that too. Yeah, that was the fucking oh, the PSA real good. in middle school that we saw. It's it was like, like a, It was literally like a Maryland PSA because it was shot in like uh, – Harford County or something, and then like the drug dealer tells the kid, he's like, "Yeah, you won't get addicted to it if you snort it." <laughs> and then it just goes into like a montage of like, "I did this to me, <laughs> I did this to me." Like it's so corny, but like the first time I ever shot up, like my literal first thought was like, "I want to feel like this for the rest of my life." Damn, you know, because it was just, for real. Yeah, and, and the song uh, "Sweet Dreams Are Made of These" was playing with Annie Lennox. <laughs> oh no! And I, and, I, and I just like reclined my seat. I just like reclined this my car my seat. And was, so I was in a car behind a giant. <laughs> in Westminster, I was just like, oh, God. this is it. <laughs> oh, Electric man. seats, dude. Little no, it was a handle. <laughs> we cranked down the window. It was a 1984, uh, uh, 1986 Dodge Aries that you I eventually it, lived in. Do you have a little spoon? A little spoon? Well, oh no no! Like well, we used to use no, we used to do raw heroin. I mean, like sometimes okay. we'd have to do that, but like you can get raw heroin that you don't have to cook. Mm. Um, you just like mix it up and but yeah, usually usually a bottle cap or or you can actually take the plunger out of the uh, or the cap off of the needle and use that too. Jeez. And like I mean, we used to do speed balls, like we would do speed and heroin, so you can't do like very much at one time. So you yeah, do yeah. a lot of them throughout the night. So we would just like set up a bunch of caps with like all. My, one time we were set up had all these caps like at this place we were staying. And there was a spider in the room, and I like picked up the book and was like, ah, like smashed the spider. I was like, oh, good, thank God. And I was like, oh, I just like threw all of our drugs up in the air. <laughs> and so what we did was literally we were convinced it was in the carpet. So we literally cut the carpet up in squares and would like shake out each square and put it back on the ground at this, oh at this room that we were renting for one night at this like rave cave oh where this like God. older gay dude had like all these like weird fucking strung out drug addict gay people like living in all his bedrooms with probably cameras and roofies waiting to go and we're like yeah we'll pay you like 50 bucks to like stay here for like two days and we're like cutting up his rug. Wow. Wait, where were these raves? These raves weren't in the city or anything. No, in They're Baltimore. Like, but like, oh, okay. I would like come back to the county because that's like where my friends lived and everything. And I had a bunch of like rich friends, yeah, you know, who like I would like mooch off of. Like, I would just like go over to my rich friends and just like raid their parents' fridge and like shower and like brush my teeth and like yeah. wash my clothes and stuff. Sounds like the back. And then too. yeah, and then go back to like <laughs> and then go back to living in a car and then we'd go and like park at some neighborhood that was being developed and sleep in 
outside and you know nice. did the shake in the rug thing work did you get uh your- we probably smoked a bunch of ramen uh <laughs> <laughs> roach droppings everyone else's foot dust or whatever i mean like i mean i used to like like i could i never didn't have drugs like i was mm-hmm. never that's why i didn't think i was an addict because i was like i don't fiend for drugs because i always had drugs because i yeah. just would just every night just like party to some other party to some other party. And I, when I make that joke about I would just had I never had sex with anybody for drugs. I just had sex with people I knew had drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's it. Like it's really like if people if you're hanging out with people who have drugs, they're just gonna give them to you if you yeah. all do drugs, you know? True. Especially like people want to do drugs with people. Yeah, exactly. You know? Nobody is everybody's sad and alone. Was it like a threat at the time? Because like I feel like that would be scary just to like inject some substance you picked up from somebody into your veins like was it like because now it's like the fentanyl was that like a threat back then yeah because sometimes like uh i remember one time we went to buy ecstasy and this guy we were going to the beach and we were like oh let's buy some drugs so we like went and bought a bunch of ecstasy and the guy was like being like really sketchy and i was like spidey sense he's like this is right something's going on here so we went outside and it had been aspirin that he like shaved the Mm. the thing off of and sold us to us as ecstasy but i'm allergic to aspirin so it's just like dude can you imagine if we just sit in the car and i crushed these up and snorted them i would have fucking died of a fucking aspirin overdose I'm fucking allergic to it. But like, yeah, we used to get, because we were white and gay, like we used to get burned a lot in the city. Like we would get like fake drugs a lot. And so we used to go and we would find someone, we'd pick someone up, like a girl that we would know. Sometimes it was a T girl. Mm. And their names were always Lisa. It's very weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, like, are you all Lisa? And then so like we pick up we pick your up your phone is all Lisa. Yeah, just all Lisa. Oh, well, this is even like this is before cell phones, by the way. Like, there was no internet also. Like I know that like changes everything. Really their home phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was like I was like, like you know, just there. one big L section. <laughs> we had beepers. We all had beepers. Uh and then uh so we would like go and like pick her up and like take her to the city and we would give her like ten dollars to go and like buy our drugs for us. How did you how did you, when back in the nineties before cell phones? Did you have to call somebody like at their home line or something yeah. and just hope they were there? Or you'd like wait by a payphone all night. Oh my wow. God, that sucks. Do you know how many nights I spent waiting by a payphone for a drug related phone call or waiting to see the specific set of headlights that Is I attribute that what that with Maroon that car? 5 song yeah. about? <laughs> I had a payphone trying to <laughs> suck you. <laughs> yeah, like uh, we had pagers, but like, and I guess some people maybe had cell phones. I mean, it was like 98, 99, like. I don't think really people had cell phones yet. Yeah, no, not really. It wasn't so. a no, no, common no, no, no. product. Business people, maybe. Yeah, they had, like phones, giant yeah. like car phones, <laughs> like Zach Morris. Not cell Lisa. Phone. Yeah, <laughs> Lisa did not. Have Lisa was sitting next to her mom's telephone. <laughs> oh my god! Right but in the like, kitchen. So we used to do all that in the <laughs> But like we used to like party a lot in, in the county. Like we. Because everybody we knew was like a casual recreational drug user. Yeah. But it was fun too because we would like, we could like skirt all those lines. Because like sometimes we would just hang out with like straight up like drug addicts, you know, where are just like, mm, this isn't fun. <laughs> you don't have any fabulous stories to tell me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you but know? Then, like, but doing that, you're like, well, at least we're not them. Yeah. So, exactly. You know, like, like, like rationalize. At least we're funny, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but because like we had like. We have a Right. <laughs> well, like luckily because we like knew how to like behave around yeah. <laughs> Before we knew how to behave around people, we would just like we could also go to like nice house parties where there were drugs. <laughs> like you can also go to some like drug at- dealer's house where everybody has their, you know, wits yeah. about them enough to have a conversation and still get really fucked up. Oh, very true. I'm switching the mic cord real quick, folks. We're finally doing it after after fucking like six weeks straight of Eric's mic chopping out. We're making the big adjustment. 
Boom. I gave the nice. best chord we I'm, have to now a Now I'm louder, too. Oh, nice. <laughs> you are louder. A chord is oh, giving man. you more power. Talk now, dude. Check, check. Finally doing the checking. <laughs> <laughs> did you, would, would you say that like the, were you like into the whole raving thing before you went to South Carol? Did, were you kind of like outcasted there and that's what kind of pushed you into that scene? Yeah, like I started hanging out with like, because like the first couple of people that I started running around with there were just like, kind of just like straight up march to the beat of their own drum kind of nerds, mm-hmm. like good hearted nerds, you know, like, you know, they were freaks and weirdos, but they didn't mean anybody any harm. And then there was like this cool nerd I don't, it's hard to say because like South Carol was like literally like 75% rednecks 25% everything else mm-hmm. you know it was just mostly just redneck people but like there was these like raver kids who were all like pierced and dyed hair and going to the city all the time and I wanted to be friends with them but then it turns out they were all horrible people oh isn't that shocking I, <laughs> I'm like oh you present as bitches and oh you're all really bitches okay good to know damn yeah, it sucks because I was like literally the only gay dude that anybody had ever met. Were you out as gay at that point? Yeah, I mean, I can kind of not not be out. Like when I can like deny being gay, but no one's ever gonna be like, "What you?" I know. I mean, I was just wondering, like, just that's something that I'll, I'll probably never understand is just the concept of like you're kind of brought through life with the assumption that you're supposed to be. Oh, here you go. Oh, oh wait, no. thanks. Oh, oh who are you looking for? Oh, one of those. Yeah. You kind of brought through life with the assumption that you're like supposed to be into chicks, and that's kind of like how you're raised. So I always wonder, like, at what age do you like? Does it finally click in your mind that you're like, oh shit, like I like? Uh, Is it like a denial period? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say, like, because I don't like have like an exact memory, but like, I I, like I remember consciously, like as a kid, like assuming that I just didn't like girls yet. Like that, I was like, I'm sure one day I will like girls, but I never like really like actively met like liked boys or thought about it in that way. And I had like three brothers and everything who I was like really close with. And they were all like such typical dudes. You know, mm-hmm. they were all like sports, 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 murder, 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 cars, cars, cars. And then I was like, and puppets, you know, like I, and I was just, <laughs> and I was, and, you know, I was into like everything superheroes, but it was like, but it was Wonder Woman, you know, and everything <laughs> video games, but it was Chun-Li, you know, it's like, so like I, I always was like, it was always pretty obvious even before like I could put words to it or thoughts like, oh, I guess I like boys that I was a gay kid, that I was like a, an yeah, effeminate. They just saw you like tights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like my mother, like of course, when I came out of the closet, my mother said, duh, you know, and she like knew before I knew. How you old know? were you at the time? Well, I came out at like 14. Okay. Because I got ca- caught skipping school and I thought I could get out of trouble by telling I'm my mom. you're gay. Yeah, I was like, I, was like, I can't go to, I can't go to school. Kevin technique, That's dude. right. Good move. I was Good like, move. I can't go to school. Everything's so mean to me because I'm gay. <laughs> and my mother was like, yeah, duh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so like everybody knew before I knew. But I remember being like eight or nine and being at a McDonald's at Dobbins Center in Columbia. And like, can I get the girls toy? Right. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, I would have never. Uh, but like, being in there and this guy came in with like a 10 speed bike over his shoulder and he had on bicycle shorts and a pink shirt and like a pink earring in his right ear. And I just instantly put it together. I was like, Oh, okay. So that he's gay. And like, that's okay. And then it just kind of all like made sense after that. But still like, I, I mean, I was such a nerd. Like it wasn't until I was in eighth grade that I ever like 
thought about a boy in that way. Oh. Like I was, I was still like, okay, well, who cares? Let's play Lego. You know, <laughs> like it wasn't until I was, now. it wasn't until it was in eighth grade that I ever like had like a friend who I was like, oh, I feel feelings. Was oh, he God. gay as well? No, no, he was like super straight, and he was like my cool friend that like you know because I hung out with like all nerds and everything, all, all comic book nerds and shit. And then he was like the one kid who like we were all friends with who started to become cool because he was also really good at baseball. So then he started to like sit with the cool kids and we were like not cool enough for him or whatever. But I just remember like he was the first boy I ever noticed in gym had hairy armpits. And it was just all of a sudden I was just like, that's a man. He's a man, you know, in like seventh grade or whatever. And it wasn't until like seventh and eighth grade that I was like, oh, now I understand what they mean when I will feel the way a straight guy feels about a girl, about a boy, because now it happened. Wow. But then, you know, whatever. I moved to Carroll County and. Oh, so you never told him? Had to no, no. He was like down. super straight and, you know, he was never going to be gay. But and there's no reason to tell him. It's Does he know now? <laughs> I mean, if he listens to this podcast, Dude, you could have pulled a Max Keeble's big move. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing: living in Carroll County, like I hooked up with plenty of quote unquote straight guys, but they were just like self hating gay people. He was just like a real straight guy. I mean, he probably would have been okay with it because we were friends. I mean, I guess under the right situation, if I told him the right way, he'd, have... he'd probably be cool about it. I guess if I oh, was yeah, just absolutely. like, why not? It's have... not like I was like I like him, and also if I get him alone, I'm going to push him down and make him take my dick. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no. But it's at least unrequited. you're both 14. Yeah. <laughs> that is a thing where people will be like, oh, yeah, like gay guys will tell me that they've hooked up with straight guys. But it's like hard for me to believe because it's like, are they really straight in that case? Because mm. like, I, can't. I mean, they're not. But if they consider themselves to be straight, it's like, well, you're obviously not gay either. So you're just whatever you are, you regardless just, of what you do. You just want to do this right now. Yeah, I mean, I've had sex with women and I'm not bisexual. Really? You've had sex with women? Yeah. I mean, you know, I used to do a lot of ecstasy. Did you like it? Uh, you know, so whatever. The XC was nice. The XC was nice. Yeah, I had very the like XC uncomfortable sexual relations with a girl. This is the way I okay, this is the best description. Okay, because people like don't get it. They're like, well, I don't understand how you can do one thing if you're one thing. Okay, if you're are you right handed or left handed? Uh I'm kind of both. Ugh. Might be a terrible you example. Ru- you ruined this example. Okay, well here's the thing. Go there. If you're right handed or you're you're left handed, right? Right handed. You're right handed. So it's like even if you know you're right handed, even if you never write your name with your right hand for the rest of your life and you spend your whole life going, Nope, I'm a left handed person. Look at me. I only use my left hand you know deep inside you're actually a right handed person like you can't actually change that facet of yourself like everybody knows first of all everyone knows you're faking it and like you obviously are a right handed person it's like dude your name is illegible yeah (laughs) (laughs) like look at look at what he's wearing he's such a righty (laughs) but it's like you know it's the same kind of thing like you have a natural true predisposition for whatever regardless of what you do with your physical body that doesn't change your predisposition like i had sex with a woman to see what it was about and because i was on drugs and it felt good but i was never like and then i'm gonna like women you know it was yeah, just and then you know, i'm gonna call her the next day <laughs> set up a i lunch. can run to the car i am not <laughs> that's when we use runner. the gay excuse again yeah <laughs> <laughs> i can't call you because i'm gay <laughs> all right all right all right but like i like hooked up with a lot of like straight dudes who were on a lot of ecstasy and were like hey why not and then we're like oh god that was a bad idea yeah i'm like what well, uh, was the reverse for them they're like maybe i'm gay and they're like no i'm not yeah <laughs> right right i'm right-handed yeah. <laughs> i will say i honestly because I've done anal before mm-hmm. with a girl, obviously, but mm-hmm. <coughs> I think the vagina just feels better. Well, that's because you're straight. But but I feel like the vagina is like it's like a handcrafted thing 
that's meant to make your dick feel good. It's like the perfect thing you could put your dick in. The that's, ass is like, like a substitute. Yeah, yeah, the ass is a substitute. But, you know, not dating a lot of dudes with vaginas. <laughs> it's yeah, tough, true. dude. You I would rather see. I'd rather them only have the butthole but also have a really awesome rocking dick. <laughs> true, true, true. Badge is like fries with your sandwich. And ass is like chips with your chips, sandwich, exactly. dude. But you know what? If you do it right, you get chips and dip. Dude, if you do it right, you're getting fucking Lay's, dude. Or Utz. In Utz Old Bay chips. This is a fairly personal question, but I'm honestly just curious. <laughs> Does do, do guys put themselves out there as either a top or a bottom? Like, is that a thing? Yeah, very and is it- <laughs> <laughs> well, It's like the first question you ask someone when you meet them. Like, you're top or your bottom, you're top or your bottom. You? <laughs> and sorry, everybody's just, kidding. everybody just is verse. Oh, just verse. <laughs> is verse just yeah, versatility like, just or whatever. reverse? Verse, verse means bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a top, uh, but like, it's funny because... means they're coy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're coy bottom. <laughs> I'm like a, I'm like a very Nelly bottom, like on stage and like... Yeah, you when have I'm, that band-aid on your cheek. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little band-aid on your butt cheek. <laughs> I'm a big sissy on stage. Like I'm a big flaming queen on stage, but like in my real life, I'm just kind of like just a regular total dom. Yeah, I'm like, well, no, I'm just a, you know, I don't know. Are the are the it's tops dude, dude. are the tops the more masculine dudes? I guess. Uh, I mean, I guess like in some weird heteronormative fantasy that most straight guy or most gay guys have. Yes. Where they're like, I want some big strong man. that's going to take care of me. I'm like, bitch, be that strong man. Fuck you. Go true. take care of yourself. You dumb. Whore. Spoken from a true top. Right. Is there, that dude. why so many gay guys are ripped? Do you think? Well, here's the thing. Like gay culture started getting ripped in like the, you know, seventies and eighties. Like when the threat of like gay people getting being, beat up and shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. And also too, like the idea that like gay people were weak or gay people were drug addicts and then that gay people had AIDS and they were sickly. So it's like that just became the thing. And it's like a super highly sexualized culture. So everybody wants to look as more like a porn god as they can. And now everybody does. And it's I bet hard, you that's hard tough to be a dude. raccoon. Jesus. Gay guys are fucking like I see some gay guys at bars. I'm like, oh, my God, dude, like yep. you're amazing looking. That's crazy. <laughs> the worst part is, is like until they're 60 and I'm like not even 40 and I'm like, watch out for the spare tire. <laughs> I used to be in good shape. Like when I was single, like <clears throat> I had like the flat chest and the shirtless at the club and the whole deal and everything. Little otter. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm hairless. I'm completely hair and like white. I was like a. I was like the Eric Northman. Uh, but like nice. never that ripped. But uh, then as soon as I like got a boyfriend, I was like, oh, you know, what I'm gonna stop doing every day working out. You know, what, you know what I'm gonna start doing every day baking. Because <laughs> when I was single, I would just like. I would literally just be like at home working out to go out that night and be like, I gotta get late tonight. I gotta look good. You can't be bake when you're single, dude. And eat all that shit. Yeah. You eat. I will just get to batter and just, I will never get, actually bake it. I would just have eaten the batter probably. There's no reason to bake when you're single. I don't even know why I would bake. It takes, it's like too I long I would buy those ready to bake cookies and bake two at a time in the toaster oven sometimes. Ooh, that's smart. Yeah. That is smart. smart. I was single for a long time. I know all, <laughs> I know all the tricks. <laughs> I was single from 17 to 30. Really? Seven, 13 years straight, you didn't have a boyfriend? Well, you said you had that boyfriend. Yeah, I mean, for what a little while. What happened with him, dude? He was just like a weird, like unemotionally unavailable dude who I had a really good time. That makes him sound bad. But like as far as like why it would never have been like a real relationship was like he's just not that type of person to do that. But what he was is a person he just wanted someone to be around and hang out with and hook up with and 
do cool stuff with. And it was awesome because he knew all these cool people and he had all these good connections. We were always going to the best stuff and doing the coolest things. And I just had to just like be there and be fun, be funny. And, but it was like, it was never going to be anything. So like, yeah, I was in relationships like that. And I was in a lot of relationships where I was like dating a dude for like on and off, but we were never serious and we were just fucked when we saw each other. Cause the dude I like started doing heroin with, he went to prison. And then when I got him out, he <laughs> left me for some other dude that we knew. And then they stayed together for 10 years. Damn. And then he died. Whoa. I know. Damn. I know. So wow. yeah. So like I, that whole time I was just like a dangerous slut. And then when I got to 30, I met Glenn. Nice. Yeah. I was about to say, I, I tried to like do a brief pass on your Facebook and then I realized we're not even friends. So Yeah, we are now though. Oh, Dub, you accepted it? Sick. Mm-hmm. Sick, 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 <laughs> sick, sick. Awesome. <laughs> but I, I saw that you have like a stable how long have you been with Glenn? Eight years. Eight years? Nice. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, eight years. He's fucking rad. Dude, Glenn's dope. He's fucking the coolest man. He's like the housewife and the dad from the fifties. Like he <laughs> makes himself a martini, but he also like does the vacuuming. <laughs> I'm like the kid in our fifties relationship. <laughs> he's like so cool. He's like so domestic and he's so like nurturing. He's just like you know, everybody says like all guys want to marry their mom. Like I married my mom. <laughs> he's like, You're sitting too close to the TV. I'm like, oh, <laughs> but yeah like literally he's he's like the raddest he's just like a fucking cool awesome dude oh yeah yeah does he do comedy and anything like that or he, he does all the comedy because he's a fucking ridiculous character himself but he <laughs> oh would, he's in the uh troop no no he would never be on stage in any way but like just the person that he is like everybody who knows him knows he's just like a crazy character you could just put a camera on him and it'd be entertaining for days <laughs> literally he met a producer for a tv show uh, and then she saw this article that was written about him and she was like i want you to be on the amazing race come to la and i'm going to interview you so that you could be <laughs> just because you're just interesting Dude, and you'll be, be fun <laughs> And then he didn't do it because I told him, I was like, well, you know, the whole time you're there, you won't be able to drink or smoke pot. And he was like, I'm out. (laughs) I'm not doing it. I'm like, yeah, you're, you know, all the dudes work in gaff, smoke weed, any of the breaks. That and they, we were watching, he'd never seen it. And I was like, oh, let me catch you up to speed on every season. And uh, (laughs) so I was like showing him this one episode where they like dropped them out of a helicopter and they had to swim to shore. And he was like, for some reason, the idea of that scared him so much. Because he like is scared of swimming in deep water, and he yeah, was like, "I don't think I'm gonna do it." I was like, "You should just go." And then even if they don't pick you for the show, they might just like you and give you your own show. No shoe guy in Baltimore, but he's cool. Yeah. Like he's like you know, I get on stage a couple times a week and make people clap for me. But he's like the celebrity in our relationship. That's like dope. I, I'm I'm the gardener and he's the flower. <laughs> Wait, there can't what, be two flowers. What just happened? Or that was in uh, Itania, right? Did you see? Was that? it? No, I didn't see uh, that. Okay, that that was in Itania. Oh, that was just like one of the my favorite expressions. Uh, her mother gave her. She like came with them on their first date, like her first boyfriend who became her first like husband and ex husband. On their first date, her mom came. He was like, uh, Jeff, are you a flower or a gardener? <laughs> That's awesome. Because my daughter's a flower. <laughs> I love that Tanya Harding is like, now is everybody going to forgive me? We're like, no, we still don't like you. We- I don't know, dude. I feel bad for I her, I feel dude. bad for her. What dude, happened? in the end, like the last thing, it's like she just wants, or like she's a whatever now. She has like a seven-year-old daughter. She's yeah. happily married, and she just wants everyone to know she's a good mom. Yeah. And it's like, Dude, I want to cry. What, yeah. uh, I'm completely lost. Do you this. know the story of Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan? No. Okay, so they were both pro. Well, you just saw this movie. Yeah, so you pro know, figure skaters, pro figure skaters, um, Olympic level. But like 
Tanya Harding, she like grew up in a single family home or whatever, and like you know, she in just wasn't like. Right? She, uh, I think like Oregon. Real Brooklyn, quick, what movie uh, is this? Uh, well, there's a movie that just I came Tanya. out about it called I Tanya, but it's a real story. But it's a real person. She was a figure skater. She kind of didn't fit like the image that they wanted. You a know? little white trashy. Yeah, just kind of like a you know rednecky girl. But she was like banging out triple double axles uh-huh. or whatever the fuck it was. Everything's like, no gonna be her. She's shit. the best. But, and uh, so she went to the Olympics once and fucked up because her like skates were put on wrong, and then uh, the Olympics were going to be held in two more years rather than the four, so she was going to be able to compete again. And the other girl she used to kind of skate with, and apparently like they used to have like a big rivalry in the mm-hmm. news. She was like, we used to like stay in the same room all the time for competitions, and we'd like smoke weed and eat pizza all night. <laughs> or whatever. It's like they don't say that in the news, though, yeah, yeah, because um, <laughs> they wanted to have the rivalry. But then, like, she had like, or like her husband had his friend. Uh, they wanted to send her just a death threat to like kind of scare her before the competition. So maybe yeah, because she, she was show. like the taller, prettier one who was like, I'm just as good as her, but also look at me, you know? And it was like, yeah. she kind of became the darling where they were like, oh, maybe she should be Nancy instead. So then just like through a whole series of unfortunate events, the dudes who were sent to go send a death threat actually to Nancy go Kerrigan. Yeah. to Nancy Kerrigan, fucking break her knee. Yeah. <gasps> And they have it all like on camera, and like you know, yeah. they, you see her, and she's sitting there, and she very famously is grabbing her knee, screaming, "Why me? Yeah, because she why she was me? literally about to give a like interview to a reporter for a local news station right before the dude broke her knee. <laughs> like what? So, but then she I've still goes to perform in the Olympics, but so does Tanya Harding. And then, like after the Olympics, she goes to trial, and like there's a whole thing with the FBI and everything. But like she gets kicked out of the National Skating Association or whatever, and like whole big deal and this was and Tanya she did Harding porn. that did that yeah yeah and her she and Jeff she did husband and Jeff Galuli yeah she did porn yeah I'll watch that I gotta check that out. I didn't know yeah, about that one yeah she did a porno called Tanya Harding's wedding night where it was her wow. and her new husband crazy she uh, looks exactly how you think she looks naked <laughs> I, I I feel I, just because you said porn I'm imagining it's a good video but are you telling me it's not uh, well, it's as good of a porn starring Tanya Harding as you could possibly. <laughs> okay. She's not like a... Noah's a surprisingly a good porno. Uh-huh. Who was the girl that um, when she was like 16, she shot her like lover at his door? Amy Fisher. Amy Fisher, dude. Yeah. Great porn. Really? She's dude. a porn star now? No, she did L no, porn. But she did A porn. I like all these people. And like... She's smoke. She's a smoke show, dude. Did you ever see the John Bobbitt porn? Frankie no. Wiener. Remember, you know the story of Lorena Bobbitt. Yes. Yeah, Wait, John Bobbitt did a porno yes. with his reattached Fra- dick with his dude? reattached dick. Oh my god! Called Franken Wiener. Did his dick work? It does work, and it looks wow. weird. Frank it's probably pale, right? More pale. It's I like two different co- like you can tell it's two different colors, and oh it's got a weird bend God, and stuff. It's weird. I'm gonna literally look, look up, up all of these. Of those, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said Amy Fisher. Amy well, Fisher. Apparently, there's a porn star now, Maya Bijou. Maya Bijou. I don't know how to fucking pronounce it. I've always ever seen it in writing. Bijou. But yeah, Bijou. <laughs> but apparently, she's like 20 now, and she was 18. She like uh, cooperated in like a murder. Like she like framed a person or like set somebody up is the word. She set somebody up for a murder. And I was like, and it's on her 
Pornhub bio. Like I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> like I was, I was like, I was like watching. The, I was like going through Pornhub, and I scroll past this girl's page, and I'm reading, and she's like, "Yeah, she might have done some dark things in the past, but she can really take some dick in these videos." I'm like, "All right, all right." All right, all right, all right. And so I'm like, "I wonder what she did in the past." And I'm like mid jerking off, and I'm like, "I gotta, I gotta know." Yeah. So now I'm all of a sudden reading about this fucking murder trial <laughs> where she was a witness, and then it turned out she set him up, and then I just went back and jerked off to her. Anyway, I was like, whatever, dude. Oh whatever. Yeah. Sure you start, dude. Yeah, a lot of porno people have a lot of fucking drama. <laughs> Jeez, dude. Uh-huh. It almost, uh-huh. in a weird, fucked up way, it made the porn better. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, this really is a bad girl. <laughs> now, like, so you both like have had internet. You're like your whole life since you were kids, right? Oh yeah. Since I cared, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's insane. Because you like you have no idea what it's like to have to like collect porn. Yeah. Well, I mean, I still like, like, cause you know, the computer would be in the family room, yeah. you know? Right. So it's like, yeah, you got to fucking, sense. you got to figure out how to like print something out, hide it under your bed or something <laughs> or like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, so we had to like, so like every once in a while there would be like a day that Adam and Eve catalogs would come out. Uh, so like a bunch of people in the neighborhood would get Adam and Eve catalogs. So we would just have to go to somebody's mailbox and just like snatch the Adam and Eve catalog and uh, there was a lot of like porn videos. Like we had a lot of, like my friend actually worked at a movie store, so like we would sometimes like steal pornos. Hell yeah! And then two, one time I came home and like I was sitting there and I like came home and I was home alone because I was, I was like a latchkey kid and I came home and I like just for some reason had this like sixth sense to like go to the VCR and I was like, there's something in there. <laughs> and there was just like the little icon of like a tape in there and I just hit play and it was a porno and I was just like. Yes, and it was three pornos, and the first porno that came on while I hit play that I was watching, the first porno I ever saw was Debbie Does Dallas, like, <laughs> classic. Oh, it was that like is a that classic, exact thing. It's like the OG shit, right? It was like perfect. So it was like that, and like two other movies that I'm sure my dad had probably like got the movies from the movie store and then taped them onto a tape. Yeah. So I just took it out of there, and I was like, he's never gonna say anything, and that was like my the like the first yeah. porn that I ever had. Dude, it's crazy. I like everyone's fucking dad did that shit. Yeah. That's like the original like piracy. Exactly. No one talks about that. Everyone's <laughs> like, it's unreal what happened ever since the internet because people just download shit. And it's like, no, everyone just hook up two VCRs. Not even two VCRs. Or yeah, two VCRs. But it was yeah, super man, easy. It's fucking crazy. Definitely took a lot of effort, dude. I feel like it probably was probably pretty hard. I guess no, dude, maybe not. My dad not. has tapes on tapes on tapes. Right. <laughs> Damn, dude. What taping? else were you doing? There's no internet to get lost into. All right. you could do is make tapes. Yeah. Taping TV was really fun when I was a yeah. kid. I enjoyed Cut it that. right at the commercial. Yeah. I, I do the actually, pause instead of the full stop. Yeah. I would just keep it going. And I'm glad I did because I'll watch these tapes, uh, you know, now. Like, I'll, you know, I, I watch, I mean, not recently, maybe like when I was like Maybe like five years ago when I was still living with my parents, I popped like a tape of some show I taped back in like 2003 or something like that. And I popped it in in like 2010 and I was like, it, just like seeing how like commercials are so different and like everything. Like my grandparents have tapes of stuff they taped in the 90s. Like I always used to watch uh, Jason and the Argonauts yeah. at my grandparents' house. And they taped it like in the 90s and like you just watch the commercials now. You're like, holy shit. It's like you're going back in time or something. Like it's almost like... I'm glad they left the commercials on. <laughs> it's like it's a pivotal, it's a part of the experience, dude. That's why, like, you can go on YouTube and just like at Christmas and just be like, I want to watch three hours of 1980s and 90s Christmas commercials, and it's yeah. just like every brand's Christmas commercial for just like hours and hours because that kind of nostalgia is just like 
triggers all those things in your yeah. brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God, I remember this from when I was a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, uh, you know, I'm like older than you guys, but like, I, I like fucking love all that shit. Like, I love like nostalgia. Like, Oh, yeah. My mother is always like buying what well, used to like when she lived closer by when we do like Christmas together. She would always just be like, I bought you the entire box set of Masters of the Universe. He man and the <laughs> She's like, I know you used to love it. And I'm like, oh, but it's terrible. Like, <laughs> okay, this is a very cool thing to have. Thank you. But at the same time, like, it uh, I'm not eight. This does not this does not hold up. This is not if actually. My mom good. got me a Blu-ray set of Jackie Chan Adventures, I'd be <sighs> so hyped. Jackie Chan Adventures was the shit. Dude, I used to tape that shit uh which totem would you want oh i don't know dude maybe the dragon yeah, of course the dra- everybody dope. wants the dragon i don't know dude i don't even remember any of these i mean i, I remember the shows i didn't watch them yeah. each of the talisman was like a chinese like whatever zodiac animal, character zodiac. You the animals. i was real into dragon ball z that was like dragon the show yeah, that i was yeah. obsessed with when i was a kid yeah dude run home Loved from school it. put on cartoon oh, yeah. network and shit and if my mom got me anything having to do dragon ball z i'd be like are you fucking kidding me right now what am i supposed to do with now <laughs> i guess like, i'll put this on a shelf somewhere and look at it sometimes it just it sounds like something that would be dope to have like if you went over to my house like dude i got the entire box set of dbz yeah. i'd be like all right let's this is YouTube something, dude. I'm yeah, trying yeah. to fucking watch Dragon Ball Z right yeah. now. I used to run home from school, and it was fucking Thundercats and fucking He-Man and the Silverhawks. That was my shit back in the day. That was the shit. And uh, most of those don't hold up, but fucking Silverhawks fucking holds up. Yeah. I got fucking watch that shit on YouTube. I was like, this was the weird one. This was like the fringy one. And uh, I'm like, this is still pretty good. I think the Looney Tunes holds up. Oh, and yeah. only because, uh, not only because, I'm speculating because I didn't grow up in an era where, I'm talking about like the classic Looney Tunes. Yeah. But like those were out when our parents were kids or maybe even our grandparents yeah, were Yeah, they were like up. from the 30s. They're old as fuck. So like because I didn't grow up with them, I can watch them now kind of objectively and appreciate them, which is kind of the same thing when you're an adult in general. You watch He-Man now objectively or Dragon Ball Z and you're like, oh, now that I'm not like obsessed with this like in a kid yeah. way, this doesn't hold. But fucking Looney Tunes were good, dude. Well, they were made for everybody. You know, they were not made for children. You know, they were shown in theaters, you know, yeah. for anybody who was yeah, in between the movies, you know. They made fun of like Hitler in them and yeah. stuff. They do they, like the, sh- the shit that they did. I was like, holy shit, mm-hmm. this is wild. They're super formative, like... uh Looney Tunes, like especially like Tex Avery and stuff like that, like all that shit. Like you remember he used to do all those series like of the future, like be like the house of the future and the car mm-hmm. of the future and you know, like all that shit, like really I don't know, it was like really formative, you know? Yeah. Or even like with Hanna Barbera and like the Jetsons. Oh, the and Jetsons. Shit. Dude, yeah. I was super into the Hanna Barbera, like Space Ghost and like uh, Galaxy Trio and the Herculoids. I fucking love I never that got shit. when I was growing up at on Adult Swim, I remember when Adult Swim was yeah, made. Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Oh, yeah. yeah, and I so was Space Ghost a thing before Space Ghost Coast to Coast? Yeah, yeah. In the '60s, there was a action kind of cartoon serial called Space Ghost, and he was the main character. And they had these two sidekicks who were like his like wards. And he was Robin, and he like flew around. He had laser blasts, and he could turn invisible. And he had a cool ship, and he fought monsters. And all the other characters like Brack and Zorak, those were all the bad guys on the show. Moltar. <laughs> like those were all like the bat and they'd fight them and it would be all I'll just destroy you you know yeah. space ghost and it's it's really corny because it's from the 60s but it's like super classic and stylized and cool and it's all those Hanna-Barbera artists and voice actors I would watch like I remember in Space Ghost Coast to Coast would come on and I'd be like what the fuck I was a kid I didn't right. get it but that was like kind of like a talk that was like an adult show yeah like it was like a, I imagine it was probably like a podcast for the time well, it was like a talk where they were role playing yeah and it was like for people who got the 
you know, the same thing like, with like Birdman, like Harvey Birdman, like Attorney at Law, Birdman twenty twenty one, yeah, Sunny C Lab, yeah, yeah, because Birdman was a show back in the day too, and the Blue Falcon who was on it, like that was. A I show. guess that was kind of like nostalgic comedy for the art. I guess like our parents' generation or my parents' generation, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. like now we'll see shit come out that's like parodying off of stuff that we grew up with. But like, yeah. I didn't grow up with Space Ghost, and also yeah. I couldn't understand that fucking type of humor at the time. Yeah, right. I was like, this is bullshit, dude. Do you guys Nobody remember has- the Laugh Olympics? No. So they used to do a so. show that was all the characters from all the Hanna Barbera, everything. I remember and like would, the races and shit. Like, yeah, had, wacky like, racers. The, yeah, it was like the evolution of that. Okay. And they would do like it'd be like. Scooby Doo and fucking you know Huckleberry Hound and Grape Ape versus the Pussycat Dolls and Space Ghost. Do you want another beer? Sure, yeah. Because I got you one right there. I was gonna say if not, I was gonna take that one. I'm gonna yeah. grab another one too. Oh, you, also. You want one though, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Also, do you have any time restrictions? Do you want I have none. Okay. I'm just fucking chilling. Right. Oh, yeah. We're just talking about cartoons. Oh, the spill. Oh, that's a dude. classic high life spill. That looks good too. That's like commercial that, ready. Yeah, dude. I should have been shooting that. Live from the studio brought to you by Miller High Life. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> Edit it, do it in post. <laughs> At least it wasn't all over all the equipment like every other time. <laughs> that's probably my fault because I'm a klutzy motherfucker and I probably knocked it over and made it shake up. Nah, that happens all the time. Dude, did you just try to open that in your hand with your cut hand? Yeah, but I used my finger. Ooh, and it worked? (laughs) Cut all the nerves. I don't feel anything. Gloved yourself. Uh, Speaking of degloving, did anybody see, spoiler, did anybody see Gerald's game on... uh, no, Netflix, you gotta that watch that. Okay. Wait, what is degloving? Is that what? Well, you I don't want to. Uh, now, if you okay, so now we'll like say you're gonna have to, okay, so I'm spoiler alert. It. Unless <laughs> it's a porno, I'm probably not gonna look. No, no. Up. So, so there's like a Stephen King book, and it's like this couple, and they go out to this cabin to like have wild, passionate weekend, yeah, yeah. and he handcuffs her to the bed, and then he dies of a heart attack, so she's stuck handcuffed to this bed in the oh. middle of the woods. And the door is open, like it's unlocked, and there's like a dog that comes in, like a ravenous dog, and starts eating her husband. And then at night, she sits there and she opens her eyes, and she says, "There's this guy, and he's just like standing in the bedroom, just like staring at her, and he won't leave." And then she thinks he keeps coming back every night, but she doesn't know she's going crazy, and she's talking to herself, and she's just trying to get water. There's a cup of water, and she just wants to get it. And I don't want to spoil the ending, but you know, so. uh, she breaks the glass and degloves her hand basically takes all the skin off her hand to pull her like oh. like and it's all flapping on there yeah and that's like what happened in the book and I'm like watching and I'm like ah they're not gonna she can't like take her hand off she pretty <laughs> much just like takes her hand off it was wow. oh sick damn but it was that was a book good. though it was a book but they made a movie of it for Netflix last year and then and it's called what Gerald's Game Resolve <laughs> with the guy at night or not yeah I don't want well you gotta see it maybe uh, is that who Gerald is <laughs> no Gerald's her dead husband Oh, okay. Oh my. But it was like this. It was like the book, like in high school, like we read like all the Stephen King books, and it was like that was the one that was like, oh, I just wake up in the middle of the night. There's like, oh, I just want to see that guy in my window. Ah!" Oh, just standing there, yeah, gloving. Oh Oh, man, dude, I'm so glad I didn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, (laughs) never appreciated my hands so much. (laughs) I get hurt like constantly, like at my day job, because I'm just like always. Moving giant pallets of shit. Uh, yeah, oh, it's always. And where hard. this is at the the foster kitten place? Uh, yeah, well, no, it's a pet supply store um, in Hamden. 
that we just happened to foster kittens at. Um, Let me get that lighter real quick. Oh yeah, I stole your lighter. It's all good. Where's the uh, Where's the thing on this? Just make it stuff in there. Oh, uh, just uh, turn turn it turn it towards me, all the way around. Bingo. Yeah, so I'm like a buyer for like a organic pet store, so I do all the ordering <laughs> and stuff. But it's a small business, so I also like carry all the dog food and ring people up and clean up after dog baths. Yeah. Because it's a small business <laughs> and we all pitch in. I mean, that happens at every business. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. I do everything. That but was, yeah, yeah, my main focus is math about how much dog food costs and how much we can spend and uh, inventory and all that shit. Yeah. But it's yeah. awesome. It's a fucking awesome place to work and people bring their dogs in all day and I have cool coworkers. And What's the place called? Howl. Howl. Oh, Where is it? Hamden, it's in right? Hamden. Ooh. It's fucking badass. It's like the local place that's been there for 15 years and everybody loves it. I have the most like lazy. I have I have fish, yeah. which is like, that's like the lazy. Like you don't have to give them attention or anything like that. I feel like it would be cool to have a dog, but like I don't want to have a dog in my apartment. Like it's yeah. kind of, it's a two bedroom apartment. It's just like, I don't know. And plus it's just like another, ob- I gotta go let the fucking dog out and stuff like that. Like fish. Yeah, if I was single, I couldn't have a dog. Fish, fish are great. I think they're great. And plus, dogs like the one I grew up with a dog, and I current my family, my parents have a dog still who's like nine now. We got her as a puppy when I was like going to my junior year of high school, and like I feel like they just don't live long enough for me to justify the amount of pain I feel when they die. <laughs> well, that's that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, like they, it's like that sucks. It's like they start getting old pretty soon. It's like they're a puppy, puppy, puppy. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're yeah. getting old, girl. <laughs> <laughs> getting, getting up there. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> Why did I do this? <laughs> Should have gotten a fish. <laughs> well, it's like yeah, you can't flush a dog. Yeah, you can't flush you a can't, dog. It's, it's a bad big taste. process. You can't replace the dog with another dog and the other person won't, who lives with you won't know. Dude, <laughs> I've lost two fish in my life. I don't know how. I used to have frogs and I would always lose my frogs. Well, frog makes sense. I think the cats were eating them. Because a frog can jump. But they were in like a terrarium. You think a cat snuck in the terrarium? I don't know what happened. Like I'll flipped the know. lid, he jumped out, she got it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Maybe they were just eating each other. <laughs> like my lizards. <laughs> I've lost, uh, Just I don't know how they disappeared. I think one of them, the snails ate them. I actually thought one of my coworkers, I thought one of my coworkers stole it for the longest time. I like went <laughs> to work, I didn't have a fish, and I went to work the next day, I was like side-eyeing him the whole day. I was like, you steal my fucking fish, <laughs> I invite you to my house, and you steal my fucking fish, dude? <laughs> but he was like, he was like the he was like the salad guy, I'd be getting a salad, I'd be like, yeah, let me get a fucking Caesar, and my fish, dog. Where <laughs> <laughs> is it? <laughs> and my catfish dog, what the fuck? Yeah, I still like, don't know what happened. Everything he says all day, like you think he's talking about it. He's just like, "Where's that order of fish?" And you're like, "Why did he say fish so much louder than the other words?" What's he trying to say? What's he trying what to a, say? What a dick! I know you know. <laughs> you no, know, I know. To be honest, I'm still not convinced he didn't do it. But it's like, what am I gonna do? I don't have any legal basis for this. <laughs> I can't pursue this. It's a very small catfish. Well, that's the thing about like fish and birds. I don't feel like you can really form like a connection with them. Mm-hmm. I know, yeah. I know people have birds and they're like really into their birds, but like, I don't know. Birds are just annoying. Cat, like, they are annoying. They're just like art you have to feed. Our friend's parents had fucking a bird, and it sucked. <laughs> Dude, it's like it's cool because like they can say things you say, like not like a cheap cheap bird, 
and I meant like a cheap cheat, not like cheap, like expensive ones. Yeah. <laughs> but like you get like a McCall or a parrot or something that like, oh, it can mimic what you say. Isn't that funny? Yeah. And then it'll just like mimic the smoke detector oh, yeah. or something like that. And it's like when you first walk in, it's like, oh, we, he, he just started saying like, hello, how are you? And it's like, okay, cool. That's funny. That's awesome. And then you're just hanging out. And for the next hour, the bird's, hello, how are you? I'm like, dude, I fucking get it now. You need to fucking stop, dude. This is a terrible pet. Yeah, when I, uh, I used to do custom home interiors and like we would go to this one client's house all the time to like we were redoing her whole house and she had all these birds. She had this one room that was just all these cages of all these different birds and anytime she would open one of the cages, it would go like, ee, and they would all start mimicking the sound of the cage door oh opening God. and anytime the phone would ring, it was like this bloop, 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 kind of ring. They would all just start bloop, 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 bloop. just I was like, oh, oh. turkeys, dude. <gasps> it's such a weird, it's such a weird like, like they had a bunch of dogs too so like, they would mimic the dogs barking and oh stuff like God. that. And it was just like, it's such a weird concept that they're just like mimicking sounds. They don't even know what they are, but they can actually say words. It's like so fucking weird. They're just, they don't even know what they're saying. No. They just fucking it's do just it. sounds. Apparently yeah. ravens are the only other type of bird that has vocal cords. Yeah, ravens and like magpies and like crows and stuff are super smart. Like magpies are like really cool. Like they form these weird like pattern relationships with humans of like, mm -hmm. If you like leave something in the same place all the time, like you know, you can like train them to like come and pick it up and stuff. Like mm. magpies are really smart. Damn, I know ravens. Like they 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 recognize human face. They did some type of experiment or something back then, which I at this moment cannot recall any of. So I don't know why I brought it up. But I just they're they're they they're like the the one bird that I totally understand why there was so much like mythology surrounding them because yeah. they are legitimately fucking creepy. Like I, I was driving down the road and it was like, you know, in Towson and it was like broad daylight during the summer or something like that. And I look over and there was just this raven walking down the sidewalk along like Bo Bosley on the bypass. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, I think that's a raven because it was like big. It kind of had a purplish sheen. It was alone because uh -huh. usually crows will flock together. But ravens are solitary once they get older. And I'm still like watching it. And the thing turns and looks at me and we make <laughs> eye contact and it, it was the you know it was like the same type of feeling you get when you make awkward eye contact with a human like the thing just looked at me and i looked at it and i just like looked away i was like oh my god <laughs> like this thing like, i was like embarrassed that it caught me because it like it was something about like the way it presented itself it was like i felt like there was an actual soul in there which i would say there's probably i mean that's 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 you know but like they're just, you yeah. could see in his eyes that he was smart, dude. And he was like, why the fuck are you looking at me, dude? I'm a Raven, dude. I know you're a Raven's fan. You need to let it go, dog. You need to let it go. It was like some reincarnated person. Just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I think the scariest bird is the cassowary, which is like a two foot tall flightless bird that lives in Australia that has like giant raptor claws on its feet. Oh, no. <laughs> it just like jumps up and kicks things and disembowels them with its claws. Dude, they say that the like velociraptors and shit like that were, well, first of all, in the movies, they even say they were closer related to birds. Oh, but yeah. there's speculation that they were feathered not yeah. completely feathered but like they like when i imagine a velociraptor i think it's probably less like the reptilian creature that we've imagined in like me like movies and stuff like that and probably more like a, a prehistoric kind of like an ostrich or an emu or something like that mm -hmm. like maybe i don't know dude i don't know i feel like that would suck to make a jurassic park movie with a bunch of ostriches running around and doing that shit <laughs> yeah. so they're probably like oh we gotta we gotta you know we gotta choose gotta our battles here cool. yeah you gotta make That's them look right. cool and raptors i gotta commend them they did look cool in that movie they look cool, cool as shit dude and the t-rex they were smart 
The T-Rex was cool. I didn't like Jurassic Park 3 when that, like, super dinosaur beat the yeah, T-Rex. Because, like, you can't... The T-Rex is the classic villain in these movies, dude. He's, like, the big boss. Yeah. Like, you're running away from raptors and, like, every now and then a fucking triceratops tries to make a pass at you. But this movie is really focused around that T-Rex. Yeah. That's, like, the classic thing. Kids get toy T-Rexes when they're a kid. I was legitimately heartbroken when I watched Jurassic Park 3 and that other dinosaur from fucking nowhere <laughs> kills the T-Rex. I was like, no, dude, you can't fucking do that. T-Rex is supposed to win. I thought this was going to be like Rocky or something like that where he comes yeah. back like a T-Rex is getting choked out but then he all of a sudden he comes back and fucking clocks him or something like that. That's why Jurassic <laughs> World kind of rocked. Jurassic yeah. World was Because the T-Rex yeah. came out at the end as like the fucking <laughs> Godzilla savior. <laughs> they realized it, dude. They were like, dude, the people come here for the T-Rex, That's dude. Right. The T-Rex, dude. <laughs> That's the dinosaur right there. The Velociraptors are cool. T-Rexes are awesome. Yeah. I was also, uh, I don't know, man. It was just, just things. I mean, the Red Ranger was a was a Tyrannosaurus. and that's oh, The like Green the Ranger, though, right? Well, no, he was a dragon. The Red Ranger was a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh, okay. And that's like they, the most they important gave the ranger. Re- they gave the Red Ranger too much play, I think, dude. I think the Green Ranger was cool. He had long hair. He was Tommy. like he's Tommy. Was Tommy. He had a classic cool he's all 90s guy name. now. Is he? Yeah. He's what? like a wrestler. He's like a professional, like, you know, Jason MMA David fighters, Frank, dude. But he's like all Christy. He's he... like a tattoo that says God wouldn't tap. Yeah. That's, That's his dope. like brand, dude. That's his God brand. wouldn't tap. That's right. It was not gonna lie. Just wrestle to submission. Kind of kind of dig the saying. I mean, it's, it's like a, it's like a powerful saying, but at the same time, it's like, dude, if you're a professional fighter, you'd You'd obviously tap, right? Yeah. Now. Like it would be it's stupid not to tap. You're gonna destroy your whole career for one fucking fight. Like it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> he's gone back to the Power Rangers though. He's gone back and done like modern Power Rangers stuff that's because yeah, it's, it's yeah. still happening somehow. Well he just he goes around to all like the conventions and shit. Yeah. He's, he's like one of those on guys. That. Yeah, yeah. He's not like a LeVar Burton who moved on <laughs> <laughs> from his sci fi past. I thought you were about to talk about LeVar Ball, dude. Oh no, 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 no. Who I honestly think he's dope. Big I, think baller, he's, dude. I think he's cool. I think he's fucking dope, dude. Personally. Uh, <laughs> apparently they have like, I, I, I didn't catch, apparently they have like a, a, a show that's about them called Ball in the Family. Are you serious? That sounds right. Uh, it's like an internet series. I didn't catch it until literally, I mean, I didn't even watch it. I just like saw that it was a thing. And I was like, that's, that's witty. But also, apparently, it's been going on for two years. But I don't fucking know. I don't know anything about LeVar Ball, to be honest. I just, I just think he's cool. <laughs> I respect him for talking a bunch of shit. I love people who talk a bunch of shit, dude. <laughs> Muhammad Ali talked a bunch of shit. Like, that's what makes it fun. Why do you think people liked Conor McGregor so much? Because he talked that shit. People don't want to see a fight. like, didn't yeah, I just, uh, you know, glory goes to God for everything. And honestly, I just I've just trained really hard for this fight, and I really think that if I, I put my mind to it, I can persevere. So yeah, great, dude. But I want to see somebody be like, I will fuck your mother. I will fuck you up. I'm just like, fuck yeah, dude. I love this guy, dude. That's how you sell tickets. That's how you sell tickets. Mike Tyson goes like, I will literally kill you. I will literally kill you. I will eat you. And he would he would bite people's ears and shit like that. That guy was not fucking around. Like I'd be legitimately scared to fight Mike Tyson. That's how a fighter's supposed to be, dude. You're supposed to be fucking <laughs> terrifying, dude. Or else play football or something. I don't know. <laughs> Do that. Just as cool. You probably make more money. Actually, you maybe not. any ears off soon, dude? What? You got any uh, improv shows where you're biting lips or ears off or anything? Uh, <sighs> I don't think so. No? What about stand-up? Uh, what do you got going on? Oh, you mean I just know you're shows. busy, dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I'll be at... Uh, 
Hanover Vape House tomorrow night. Saturday, I'm, I am doing improv and stand up. Nice. Uh, he said biting lips off. I was like, am I doing any lip biting themed improv? <laughs> that might be a thing Can't that I do. Think. I did a wrestling show. Um, yeah, I mean, I got all kinds of stuff going on and all kinds of stuff at the at the Lou Costello room. And uh, I'm going to do everything will be okay next month. And I'm filming a special in March. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fucking awesome. I'm filming a half hour or 45 minute special uh march 15th at the wind-up space hell yeah come it's, out to that it's gonna be badass hit them up if you want to do anything at uh Zissimo's. oh yeah uh check out laughable it's a great fucking podcasting app uh shout out to ned i'm almost afraid to ask this but they wouldn't happen to be on droid yet would they I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't think so. Are we gonna get an email notification? Let's figure it out. Hopefully, dude. it's like a it's like a Just index wait. for comedians. It's, on it's really cool. Most people are on iPhones. It's a podcasting app where like. It's just a smarter podcasting app. You Type can, in your comedian name. You find any episode that they've been on. It's just or easier if you to go browse. on our podcast there, you can look at me and be like, oh, what other podcasts is he on? Mm-hmm. And it's a very small list. It's <laughs> easy to go through and you easy can look to work through. Only a couple hours. No list. So. Check it out. Uh, laughable. They use a great font in their logo. Lobster. Just saying that. Lobster, we use it baby. too. That's how we connected. Uh I think I'm on the next showroom show at the showroom. <laughs> <laughs> Art of comedy. Just look out for that. I don't have anything else. Damn, dude. Uh, plugs, 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 plugs. I don't have anything really cool going on. I did play at High Top, so that was super cool. We'll be back there <laughs> uh, January 26th, 4 to 8, happy hour. It's pretty, it, it'll be cool. It's fun. I like playing there. I'm going to send this to you guys and see if I can work out a sponsorship. This is my tag. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, uh, LFTS podcast on everything, SoundCloud, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. Google Play, Stitcher. Follow us and all that. We got the RSS feed going now. Till next week. Peace. I'm